that's the one. We're just gonna go ahead and go live now. As Markia has passionately declared that we are going to kick the ass of Samwise Gamgee tonight. So, somewhere, I, I'm just picturing a hobbit it. on the other side of the screen, yeah. sweating in terror. Mr. Frodo! We did say this was a horror game. Oh no, Mr. Frodo! Oh no! On behalf of all Sams! <laughs> don't you dare! <laughs> Sam aside. Um, welcome, everybody, to Before the Gate, our very serious, very tone-appropriate... Uh, uh, very not laughing, no jokes about slaying hobbits uh, game uh, about, uh, what's this? What is this look? <laughs> Protect at all costs. I liked it better when you were, when we were at GNS and you were across the room. <laughs> there was no threat of death. <laughs> but I don't know if y'all can tell now, Sam is right here. Yeah. And this I have is to better live. for me, though. Oh, is it? <laughs> okay, great, yeah. Um, just so many. If this was Shield of Tomorrow, there'd be so many like wooden pencil shards like in, in my neck. Um, so welcome back to our second episode uh, as we uh, get rid of all the giggles in the beginning of the game. Um, yeah, uh, we're back. This is our part two of our six-part game of Before the Gate, which is Geist: The Sin Eater Second Edition, a game that is going to be released pretty soon, I think. I have to go and check my calendar again. I actually haven't seen it, but it's on uh, Backer Kit right now and published by Onyx Path, uh, one of the uh, the buddies of White Wolf. Um, you can definitely check out their stuff. Uh, I highly recommend you giving the book a good read. Um, it is available on PDF. Um, real quick before we start tonight's game, uh, just a quick couple of things we wanted to get out of the way first. Um, I didn't get it really. I didn't get a chance to do this last game uh, in our premiere when we were starting things off, but I just wanted to extend my love and appreciation to Q Times yeah. for hosting uh, yes. our new little game session here. Um, I think I can go ahead and tell you guys now that you can look forward to seeing some more content in 2020. Um, so definitely think about uh, you know that Amazon Prime sub and mm. uh, that uh, that good old YouTube sub. Um, so uh, keep an eye, keep an eye, weather eye on the horizon, as they say. Um, Do they say that? They, 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 I actually haven't heard that since Orlando Bloom said it in That's Pirates. True. It's been a while. Um, he, he whispered that into Kira Knightley's ear. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so. Um, uh, so tonight, before we jump in, do we have any announcements we wanted to jump into? Anything you wanted to say before we started tonight's yes. tale yes. of Yes, very important. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, so my horror podcast, uh, the Something Scary podcast, which uh, we are have an animated horror series that goes up every Tuesday at youtube.com slash snarled. And then there's also an audio podcast uh, that same day where I read additional stories. Uh, we have been nominated for a podcast award Ooh. with Digital Hollywood. That's so, oh my gosh. Yes. So, I mean, um, I've got it pinned on my Twitter. Uh -huh. if you go to um, at Markeon McCarty. Uh, or you just go to digitalhollywood.com slash podcast awards. And we're under uh, the uh, horror and indie art ah. <laughs> setting and you will see something scary it's with myself and my co-host uh, Sapphire Sandalo sweet so I mean if you would love if you'd like how to many vote, times can I vote, vote. I do think everybody can just do it once do a big heck and vote so it's not like Measure Z yeah. where you just click yeah. on a million times <laughs> it's like, or you have you know Hakeem Sophia <laughs> you do like whatever vote. might have happened <laughs> you'll vote you only need to vote yeah. once yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. voting closes on November 1st that'd be great to add an award winning to yeah. you know the podcast so open a tab split a screen yeah 
Yeah. Nice. And then uh, for me, on Monday nights, uh, they've been airing We're Live Frontier over at Geek That's right, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, that's so good. Yeah, and this is the first time that they're airing it live on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And so we're starting with season one. They're going to be doing season two. And then uh, every week after, they're adding it to their YouTube channel so you can catch up. Uh, and uh, it's the time for spooky stuff. So I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a way to reference my favorite moment in that show. Oh, there's no way to do it without spoiling, spoiling. it. There's yeah, just no way to do it. Without yeah, spoiling. it's very good. I think it's so. fun. It's it has fun. Xander in it. Uh, That's yeah. bitch. It was one of my Done. favorite things that we ever did. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. On the channel, yeah. Uh, it was really good. I wish I had been. Uh, I, I wish I had been. Uh, you know, one of the people that died in that game. That been like, <laughs> no um, one dies. What are you talking about? Oh right. No, 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 Everyone no. stays. I thought Perfectly it was alive. alive. Oh right, right, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, fans of Q Times can see Alquin, uh, who is part of Uncommon uh, Trust. That's right. He's in We're Alive. Right. <clears throat> yes. B Dave uh, is in We're Alive eventually. B Dave. B Dave. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Anjali Blamani, who plays Symmetra on Overwatch, mm-hmm. uh, is and maybe some other Overwatch uh, cast Anjali. members. Symmetra and Widowmaker. Oh, you're those just naming characters. No, those those are the three that I hear people screaming about more often. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah getting your ass kicked by those three. I'm a symmetric main. So. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, so you're, you're the troll. <laughs> I'm one of, of those. The... It's it's all anyway. it's crappy until you're on my team, and then I love it. Um, how about y'all? How about, how about y'all? Uh, it's the volley this weekend, mm-hmm. so uh, celebrate that triumph of light over darkness. <laughs> Which is very in game with this, but that's yeah. the only announcement I have right now. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. And um, speaking of Alquin and B Dave, uh, you can catch the Uncommon Trust and a few guests for the series finale, of uh, the season finale, excuse me, Ooh. of uh, <laughs> Long Beach by Night uh, here on Q Times. That's Sundays from 12 to 3 uh, Pacific time. And it's, 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 oh gosh, it's going to go so. <laughs> I'm it's so excited! Oh my gosh, it's gonna burn down! For what? Uh, Dark Horse giveaway, though. For, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you want to let it Yeah. Oh ahead. my gosh, I'm so bad at this. Uh, no, Dark, this. Dark Horse, we're doing a giveaway at Saving Throw this weekend. We're doing Good Omens, which is insane, Ooh. but then also... We've got like cool prizes to hand out this to is people. The first time yeah, Tempting Fate has had like a grown up sponsorship. Yeah. And we're very, very, very excited. Uh, so please come support uh, twitch.tv slash saving throw show at 5 to 8 p.m. Yeah. Uh, PST on Sunday. Yeah, and because we're cool giving away a meal game and library packs. Yeah. So, wow. I feel like I've heard well of Well worth it to, <laughs> yeah. to tune in. Uh, only Sounds for that. Great. And then say for our wacky Neil Gaiman-esque characters yeah. that we invented for this game. So exciting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's what we got. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Everyone feel good? Everyone ready to start tonight's little ghost story? Yeah. Oh, oh um, I'm sorry. Uh, there was one more announcement that I heard. Yeah, what's up? You shouldn't be. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> That's not a good sign. He's oh, never oh. said that before. Wait, let us say whimsical. You haven't sat this close to me before. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's okay. not much of a threat, though. You should not be excited. That's a bad thing to say for everybody involved in both playing and watching the game. Um, let's go ahead and begin tonight's ghost tale of Before the Gate.
Uh, welcome back. Um, <laughs> and we are going to start tonight's game real quick. Um, I see that we are going okay. to do... We all remember where we left off in our first uh, episode. Because oh, yes. i got a recap for you. Great. <laughs> You're like, Thank God. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. So, when we last left off, we were in Golden Gate Park. Now, what got us to Golden Gate Park was a series of events that had some extraordinary events leading up to this moment in Golden Gate Park. Namely, the fact that you had all traveled to the underworld and had returned. Um, quite extraordinary, the journey to the underworld. Only your second time, I believe, yes. going down into the depths of the land of the dead, where you have a contact, a man named Niles. Niles is the community leader of a shanty town called uh, Second Block. You went down there to discuss possibly getting some information, asking some questions about a loved one that may possibly be wandering the underworld, and in general, just to make further connections. Um, being dead and living this new life, as it were, uh, it has become something of just a part of your existence that you cannot ignore. The underworld is now a part of your existence. It's not a story anymore, it's there. You found an Avernian gate in a graveyard, and entering into it, you descend into the cavernous depths. The information that you learned down there, for the most part, didn't really yield any groundbreaking results. If anything else, what you did get out of your trip was that you all cemented and further, I would say, strengthened some of the relationships that you have been building slowly with the people of Second Block. Um, some of the ghosts down there are a little more self-aware than most ghosts are. They're a little more conscious of their own reality. They're not locked into this behavioral pattern of repetition and tr survival. A lot of the ghosts in Second Block have been in the underworld for a while, and they have formed this community and are getting by their day-to-day -day lives. Um, so that was the big travel event. The other big event, of course, was... The bigger event, really. The bigger event, really, <laughs> was your contact with an Instagram yoga model uh, named Bendy Becca, yep. who hosts 1.5 million followers on Instagram. Ooh, I didn't get a number last yes, time. Oh, I know. Yes, she's that doing was quite a massive well. jump since Session Zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What well, has she been doing? Well, uh, the, the storyteller did some research ah. and realized, ah, okay, cool. This is these people get really big on yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Um, Bendy Becca is yeah. Bendy Becca is a, a woman in her early twenties. She has made quite the name for herself, um, posting. Uh, videos of positivity and uh, promoting her own brands of like t-shirt and yoga pants and <laughs> taking lots of selfies, doing yoga poses on like mountaintops and beaches and whatnot. She's got a downward dog pose and like uh, off of like, you know, Mount Baldy <laughs> here in Southern California and other other landscape and like areas where it's difficult to get to. And uh, peak Becky. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, she gets mad if you say that. Oh. It's definitely Becca. <laughs> um, oh, she gets mad about it. Now, Bindi Becca contacted you, yes. Malibu Medium, mm -hmm. because she believed she had a supernatural event. Yes. And when she showed you pictures after meeting her, you discovered that it was actually a legitimate encounter. Mm -hmm. She seems to have encountered a ghost. Now, this is particularly pertinent to all of you because 
the four of you have formed a group, a crew, as it were, K-R-E-W-E. And as a result, the four of you are working together along with your geist, this dead thing that's followed you around and brought you back from the other side of, the, of death. Um, it has become important to you to help ghosts reach their final resting place. You've done it a few times now. In the course of doing it, you've come across someone who has been nicknamed Sam McGee. No one knows what his real name was, but he is kind of taken to the name. Um, he goes by another name, but no one really knows what that one yet is either. It is mostly the name that some folks have uttered in the underworld. It is his reaper form. Sam McGee is a reaper. A creature that was once a ghost but now has evolved past just a, the standard power level of a ghost. As I kind of visited in our first episode and explained, if you could tier ghosts in power levels, ghosts usually go up to about rank four. When rank, f they can go higher, of course, but when you hit about rank three and four, is when you get into the territory of your geists, which are characterized as death gods, mini death gods. They have transcended. They have become more than just a ghost. Um, Reapers are kind of a cut above that. They typically start at around rank four or five and are very dangerous, even to a crew of Sin Eaters. Um, you've had an encounter with Sam McGee. Your encounter with the graveyard seemed to be cordial, but the four of you know damn well that Reapers are no friends to Geists or Sin Eaters. The bound, another word for a sin eater, um, the bound are typically an enemy of the reapers. They see the four of you, any of your kind, as something of a, an, uh, a slight to the natural order. Anything dead belongs in the underworld for the underworld to devour in its own time. Um, and he lied about not seeing my wife. And apparently he was dishonest about an answer that he gave you in regards to seeing your wife, who also has died. Um, so trying to track that down, all you know about Sam McGee is that aside from having a very peculiar and very unsettling appearance of an old uh, prospector or coal miner who's dressed in wools from the early to late, early 20th century, late 18th, uh, 19th century, um, he, uh, he has he has a reputation even among the people of second block he is very dangerous even for a reaper and you have all been cautioned to be very wary of him um golden gate park is where bendy becca said she had this encounter where she took a picture of herself doing a yoga pose near to what she thought was a redwood tree and there was this strange man in the picture mm -hmm. upon arrival and snooping around you did indeed come across an area that it seems to be haunted it seems that uh, this gentleman, whoever he is, um, you've encountered him. He has emerged. Um, cannot be seen by Bindi Becca at this point, but has emerged from his place where he is confused. Mm. And we'll get to him in a second. Because the other thing that took place is just as you encountered him, you uh, specifically, Betha, realized y'all were all being watched. And you followed your gaze over and spotted Sam McGee about 60 yards away on the boundaries of the shaded area of the forest. 
a distance away, pretty much where you all entered, watching all of you with a big yellow toothy smile and a couple of missing teeth underneath this wiry ancient beard strings out in all directions. That is where we're picking up tonight's game. You are standing in front of this gentleman who, uh, he is the, the ghost that you've encountered that you've begun to speak to. He's in a state of confusion. There's a couple of things about this encounter that's already begun to sink into all of you. Uh, namely, the fact that you can see uh, his clothing, he has jeans that look like they may be like light bell bottoms, um, old sneakers, have designs on them that clearly are not used anymore, not even for the people who like their retro styles. Um, wearing a jean jacket and a button-up shirt that has stains all over it. You can't really identify what they're from. It doesn't appear to be blood, though. Um, he has luxurious brown hair that <laughs> cascades down to his shoulders and a mustache across the top of his lip. Everything about the way this man presents himself um, would appear that he is probably died somewhere in the early 80s, late 70s, is what you're getting from him. Um, very handsome for a guy probably in his mid-20s, 25, 26 years old. Um, his soft brown eyes have become sunken to the point where the visage of death is very apparent on him. But it also seems to carry something of, of evidence of how he died. It looks, he looks sickly almost. His eyes are pulsing with blood that no longer flows through the veins. You know that this is a representation of how plasma is currently flowing through his form. Now, as we jump into the narrative now, I want to take a quick pause and also remind the audience that uh, we have a consensual uh, understanding here at the table when we're dealing with mature issues like death and creepy crawly things and things that are kind of gross because sometimes that's where horror takes us. Um, we all kind of came to an agreement about what is and is not comfortable and every now and then we might stumble upon that and we will flag each other down with cards that we don't have in front of us, but don't worry, just raise your hand and give the finger shake and I'll get it. But uh, one of the boundaries to give you guys is a quick example that we have is Sam don't like the description of slimy plasm. It's gross and makes me feel icky. Particularly because in Geist the Sin Eaters, the way you regenerate plasm, <laughs> your muffs, is you ingest it. You eat slime. You eat the stuff. <laughs> I was going to see. So the other part is... We have a signal where Sam puts on the earmuffs, and when I'm done, I signal Sam again. Or Sam can remove the earmuffs in the middle of the description and risk the pain of my discussion. <laughs> so, um, so I highly encourage this with with every game. And uh, and anyway, there you have it. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump into the narrative now. So this gentleman is standing in front of you. You were in the middle of talking to him. He's referenced somebody named Bookie, and he seems quite confused. You're not even entirely sure this gentleman knows he's talking to somebody. Because every time you've addressed him or tried to get his attention, he seems to talk past you. However, your geist, which hovers near, has taken a keen interest in him. None of them are approaching him, but they're watching with curiosity. Everybody is rather focused on what's happening, including Bendy Becca, who sees all of your friends gathered in a circle, talking to no one. I'm going to continuously um, sort try of to distract like, her. Distract her. Yeah. So as all of this is happening, mm -hmm. and you're pulling her aside and like, <laughs> the camera would kind of pan over to where we see you staring yeah. at this reaper 60 yards away watching you. <laughs> and, and I guess my first thought... It, it is, by the way, quick reminder, it is about 11 in the morning, I believe. 11.30 yeah. in the morning. That tracks. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, cold my, fall my, morning in San Francisco. My, my very first thought is to go, no, Bo. No, <laughs> um, Bo. So, Bo, next to you. Um, he is, Bo, the interesting thing about Bo is the way he manifests his anger is always sort of an aura effect. The other Geists, you know, have a very uh, visual cue when they get upset or angry. Um, for example, uh, Miss Lily, which is Ivy's Geist, she tends to look very disapprovingly like an angry teacher. Um, the Ticking Man... Well, the ticking man, it's hard to tell when he's angry. <laughs> Let's hope he's always angry. <laughs> <laughs> However, Bo, the creepiest thing about Bo is how absolutely normal he would look if he were not constantly shrouded in an inky black cloud that is swirling about him, almost like he's being dipped in a water filled with black ink. Um, his hair even flows gently around his face as if he were underwater. Um, aside from that, his white as a sheet complexion is the only other thing that clearly signifies that he is a dead person. Um, other than that, he looks like a very well-dressed, very composed Japanese businessman. Um, upon the sight of this reaper on the edge standing next to you, you and probably Malcolm can feel this palpable shift of cold as your reaper, as your your geist responds to the presence of the reaper with rage. Mm -hmm. uh, I look over Mal. No, no, not. Why don't we uh, um, go to the road? Oh, and um, I saw so many photogenic opportunities. You're photogenic. They were photographic opportunities. We um, might even be done for today if we wanted I, to call I you an Uber. Indeed, mm -hmm. yes. Perhaps you should. Do you need to do this on your own? Do you need to like? Do you need your space to like? Yes. Do you need it's me for very, anything? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very sensitive. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, and we're contacting the other side. We don't know if this is a malicious spirit or not, and so it would be safe. Oh, it might be very malicious. If you were to vacate the premises. And, and in fact, here, take my card. Uh, remember, uh, Craven Crystals. Yeah. Sure, uh, sure. Writer, takes the card. Uh, of that, you can stop by any time. And uh, we're very big with celebrities. Great. We're going to have a celebrity I'll lounge, you. okay? Probably that's, in our second that's... location. But for right now, you start leading her away. Yeah, she. You can tell she's really uncertain about all of this. As you're leading her away, she's kind of giving you it, this, this, like this, not the side eye, but uh -huh. kind of like a little confused. And mm -hmm. um, those two begin to step away. Where exactly are you leading? Because the the way you came in, which is where she is inclined to go, mm -hmm. is there is an old man standing there. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I. I mean. Do you know? Um, I was reading the psychic energy of this particular location, and it reads in a way that it is best to never go where you've already been. I was getting that too. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we have, we, now we're going to be rolling. That's fair. As, you, as the two of you desperately try to juggle this instance of like trying to get this influencer to suddenly not be interested in her own case uh, and get the hell out of here. Um, so go oh, ahead. Um, I'm going to set the difficulty of this at a straight two. Okay. okay. So instead of this being I'm a gay two. <laughs> All right, I guess. Sorry. No, you will do it. Just once. Um, but, but, uh, 
I just got them my homework. Yeah. <laughs> Took me a second. I'm in ghost mode. What do you want? Great. Um, so, um, so as you are okay, so you're going to be trying to pull her away to try to like you're trying to convince her. To, hey, go this way. Are you trying to get her? Are you trying not to get her to leave the same way she came yeah. in? That's basically yes. what you're trying to do. Okay, so. Um, normally this would be a contested role for ease though let's just go ahead and paint this as a situational thing she's a pretty smart young woman um, I'm going to set the difficulty at 2 Okay. so if one of you wants to make the role and then I will let it be an assist or and, and also don't forget you can spend willpower to get plus 3 dice to this role too as well if you feel so inclined to spend willpower just saying I think I should make the role okay. I'm a people person and I have I am also okay. a people person I'm just saying, I have saying? the skills that it might benefit. Fine, I shall assist. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Uh, so go ahead, and, and just for now, we're going to use our sort of house rule uh, default of uh, just getting an extra die for the assist. Okay. Um, and we will... Because uh, you have socialized, right? I do. Okay, I have cool. a, And then also I'm going to give her a palm-sized amethyst to... That's going to be my assistance with this. It also has um, the address of my store embedded on the side. You, so should roll. Roll. you should roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who, who wants to roll? I, I should roll. Okay. I will give you an extra die in an assist. Difficulty two. Um, it's not easy. We haven't found out yet. Oh. What's that? Which uh, skills? Oh, this is going to be a manipulation plus persuasion check. Oh, oh. excellent. Yes. <laughs> yes, I yeah. can do that. Go ahead and, and check that then. Make your, make your check. Oh, yes, I can do that indeed. Plus an extra one. Right. So that'll be a six. Mm. Uh, okay, cool. Damn it, I forgot to bring glasses tonight. Smell mine. Okay, so that's one success. <laughs> okay. That's one success. Okay, so with one success, yeah. that is in fact a failure. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so <laughs> is there anything I can yeah. burn? I think oh, willpower. Yes. Uh, so if you willpower is a pre-call. You spend it to gain pre- extra dice. Got it. Um, not re-rolls. Not re-rolls. Um, Understood. Um, yeah. Any mechanic that we have for re-roll for anything. Can I sacrifice Bo? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's okay. We're fine. Uh, so you handed this crystal, and you see the more that you are trying, the more you're actually pushing her away. You've handed her a card, you handed her a crystal, the two of you are trying to put it, she goes, hey, 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 uh, 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 she kind of does this thing and goes, thank you, I, if, if you want to take the space, you can, but this was my story. Yeah. So, oh, if yes. you're thinking about trying mm-hmm. to shaft me on this, uh-huh. or, like, I, I, I thought this was a collab, so if it's yes. not, uh-huh. I need to know. I'm just, I'm being very honest with you. You in danger, girl. I don't know if you've seen Ghost. Um, you need to leave. Um, malevolent Ghost. Uh, I will let you make mm-hmm. an, a manipulation check. Great. If you want this to be intimidation, it works, but I'm guessing your character has zero ma- intimidation. What about zero? Really? Mm, yo, it's zero. Okay, I was about to say, I was trying to imagine Malibu Medium yeah. putting a Rambo on somebody. So, um, uh, then I would say make a manipulation persuasion check. Persuasion. Um, it's my second prize. Uh, do I add one for an assist too, or or just uh, need no? I'm not going to okay. be an assist on this. this totally fine. Just, uh, a straight not straight roll. See what I did? Uh, two successes. Nice. Got it. Okay, so the way you say it to her, it gives her some hesitation, um, and as she's, um, 
as she's sitting here thinking about this, what are some of your Geist's abilities? Would you mind sharing those with me? Not at all. Uh, let's so see. your Geist's name, go ahead and give is, it to the audience. Yeah, my Geist's name is Lucky Rabbit's Foot. So it's a small child wearing a creepy 1940s yeah. Halloween rabbit mask. Right. I think okay. like the grudge like a boy. Like plastic. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Small. So what are some of the abilities that your Geist has? So uh, Lucky Rabbit's Foot it has high speed, and that's like a, a, mm -hmm. a skill that he has. Right. Also regenerate, which is good for regenerating yeah. damage. Yeah. Uh, um, pretty, pretty, pretty good for you. Uh, innocuous, which is a, a like aura. Right. So perception rolls against him are penalized by two dice. And okay. It's always active. So it's very difficult spot. Yes. Okay. Proxy uh, allows the ghost to lend its own manifestations, numina, or influence to another ghost. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you can hide that other ghost if you need to. If, yeah. Cool. Or any sort of buff because I also regenerate, so right. it can proxy regenerate oh, myself. Oh, your support class in it. Very, very much. Nice. Okay, yeah. Okay. And then emotional aura. Uh, it lasts for a senior activation of another Numina. Uh, if activation roll is more successes, victim suffers negative two dice penalty on all actions. Okay, so we'll just do this. Um, I was going to see if we could use an ability to directly affect this, but yeah. what we will do is use... Um, uh, if I remember correctly, Bo has manifest ability. Does, does, I believe Bo has some kind of manifest ability. Is that correct? Uh, yes, Bo has a number of things. Um well, essentially what happens is this, almost to like punctuate what you're trying to say, you all begin to feel something of like a cold ripple in the air, like a wind. It, it feels like the wind in the underworld. It's coming from nowhere. It's going to nowhere. It doesn't blow your hair. It just moves past your skin. You're aware of it for a second. And for a brief moment, all of you here... I grab Bendy Becca's phone uh, she out goes, of her hands. You you grab it out of her hands. Um, she goes, what the fuck? And I throw it in the opposite direction oh, as far as I can. What the fuck? And she dashes off after. What the fuck, man? What is going on? And she rushes to grab the phone. Yeah. Um, you all watch this transpire, <laughs> and you hear the cackling laughter of an old man half a hundred yards away. Um, she goes into the dirt and picks it up. And you see this look of anxiety on her face as she continues in the opposite direction, looking at you like you're unstable, <laughs> and continues moving off. Well, I think that went rather well. Oh, I don't want to talk about it right now. we got to do something. I believe that uh, Sam has more than likely come for the ghosts that yeah. we yeah. need information from and that we're trying to help. I don't know if this will end in a very nice conversation. Should we like try to way. distract him away from them or should we let them gather the information? Should we gather together? Should we leave? Just tell me what to do. I think that myself and Juliet should go and confront Sam while you and Ivy continue to get information from the ghost. Okay. You sure? No, I'm not sure. Okay, okay. Do you think I know what I'm doing? No. I don't at all. Okay, I'll follow you though. <laughs> So we'll walk so over. So we'll walk over to okay. calmly. Very um, calmly. Lucky's rabbit foot, by the way, is <sighs> is um, you can feel the little fingers of this geist. Um, if anybody else was around you, they might notice that your genes are being manipulated by something that's not there. But in truth, there is a geist that is actually physically interacting with you, um, specifically trying to keep you between him and Bo, who uh -huh. is walking very calmly next to you. But has this face, this this face that just there is clearly a rage boiling underneath Bo as he's glancing in the direction, constantly looking back over at Sam, 
who is standing there still, slapping his thighs. He's watching this. I understand, Bo. I get it. But you're not helping. I feel everything that you're doing, and it is driving me nuts. So okay. just okay. We all need his to calm head down. shoots back and looks at you. You get the impression he knows you're shouting at him, but he doesn't understand why. Ah. He stops and stares at you for a moment. Just calm down for a second, so I can think. It's difficult to think when when you get like this. Just please, can't you understand me even just a little bit? Every night I've been trying to talk to you. Fine. You are all starting to hear her start yelling at Bo. Um, Bo, at that point, stops and stares at you, and his mouth cracks and unhinges from the side of his face. And you watch his jaw leave his head and slowly float down to his neck bone as he just... You see this tongue of shadow begin to like snake out in front of you, and his face begins to contort into rage. Fine, just be angry then. That's a new trick. It's kind of cool. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, y'all are all witnessing this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Ivy, Ivy, I think we should leave Bookie. No, that's not his name. Yeah, He's looking for Bookie. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, but, I see. Okay, that. good. I just, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Yes. Um... What's going on with them? Go find out. Don't. Okay, yes. I'll, I'll stay with uh, not Bookie. Okay. I'm gonna... I'm gonna book it. Okay. I mean, honestly, I'm a little bit impressed. I mean, this is the first time that he's actually uh-huh. shown a whole lot of emotion. Uh-huh. Um, um, so um, this is... This um, is a hey, okay, okay, direction. hi. Hi, okay. So we see, we see this, mm-hmm. right? Great, great, great with the phone throwing. I, I couldn't have thought of anything more brilliant. What? We have to get out of here. Right? But that's yes. the way out. How do we get the ghost to go with us, though? Should I just have... I mean, I don't think Bo is going to be able to do what we did in the Underworld and just grab him can we so that try? we can go. Can we try? Because I definitely do Do you not... see this? <laughs> do oh you God. see what is happening right now? Bo! Bo, what is going on? Can I... What is Tiggy Man doing? Tiggy Man is... Of course, in his incredibly creepy fashion, is moving like a clay animated puppet, just kind of mm-hmm. sticking around and shifting to the left. Watching all of this is happening. Taking Man looks. If, if Taking Man is concerned, you're only cap- you're only capable of discerning that he's concerned just by the fact that his elongated head is constantly looking back and forth between all of the geists. Geists communicate with each other the same way they communicate with you. They just try to figure it out. They don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. They don't have the synergy with the other guys. They can only read off of that emotional energy. So he's watching and watching. Okay, great. This is... Thank you for once for not making this harder. Um, not... I okay. I have an idea. Okay. Okay, but I'm just going to say Bo is not the problem right now. We know what the p- problem is. The problem is that one. Yeah. Sam. Yes. Yes, I know. McGee. Yes. So at this point, because up until this moment, you guys actually had not noticed him standing there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she has just now pointed out that the Reaper is here. Oh, great. That's oh, why. Great. So about from where you are now, it's about 70 yards from where you're at now, because you're over by the tree closer to the ghost. Yes. Bo is in battle mode and kind of pissed at me right now. Um, I do want to give you one thing because I noticed something that you had said before. It's Golden Gate Park. There's a lot of ways out of here. You can just oh, walk right. out just anywhere you want. It's, it's It has dense foliage, yeah. um, lots of trees, but you can leave pretty much any direction. Great. There's a path that you guys specifically walked down mm-hmm. because 
Hi. Ivy yeah. <laughs> needed a nice path to get down there. Um, unfortunately, some of the other ways out are a little further away. Well, obviously, we're not going without Ivy. Well, no, I... Of we're not yeah. going without Ivy. I think I might be able to communicate with this ghost and maybe get it to come along with us, but we need to ensure it's safe. Let's do it fast. Okay. Let's just do it fast. I don't know if it's going to work, but... If I, it doesn't work, then I'll just have Bo grab it. Somehow. Okay, well, uh, let's go over there. Okay. Um, Getting the ghost to come with us is, in fact, what Ivy and Miss Lily are working on. Okay. Uh, while all of this is happening... Yes. You have been attempting to communicate with this guy. Yes. Um, he is currently leaning up against the tree. Now, the way this ghost is manifest, it resembles, he's not translucent per se. It looks like there is something ethereal about him, for sure. Um, but since you can look into Twilight, he seems like a real person who's been dead. And he doesn't have the healthy, you know coloration to his skin and the sunken eyes everything however he still walks and acts like he is very much alive he as you've been trying to reach out and communicate it to him he's currently putting his hand on the tree and you're watching him throw up yes. now nothing is actually coming out he's not actually throwing up anything but you're actually hearing it yeah some of his shirt as well mm-hmm that's pretty good conclusion um and when he comes back up, he wipes his mouth, his mouth and just goes, oh man, did I get any of my, is it in my mustache? Did I get any of my mustache? Oh, I already get my mustache. All right. It's over here. Hey. Um, make a roll. Yes. This is a manipulation persuasion. Actually, if you want to use charisma here too. Yes. Yeah, you could do that because... Um, I, you're, you're basically trying to bring him back as opposed to... Yes. Yeah. I also, for what it's worth, have a, a specialization in command, though that's typically tied to my intimidation. Yeah, are you commanding him, or are you just trying to I'm, get his attention? Uh, aura of command. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm happy running, uh, rolling. Okay. Let's see. Uh, one, two, three, four. Four successes. Oh. Um, it almost causes you to jump, but his body is, it, it like blinks into another posture. As I like to say in my descriptors, a bad edit. <laughs> <laughs> like he just, he snaps to where all of a sudden, where he's like, he's in the middle of just like wiping his face off and then he's walking, looking around, no stain on his shirt. Um, and he looks like he's waiting for someone. Are you looking for Bucky? Hey, have you seen Bucky? Uh, yes, just this way. Will you come with me? Yeah, who are you? I'm Ivy. I'm a colleague of Bucky's. We have to go now. Uh, it's a bit of a hurry. He's waiting for us. Come on. He looks concerned for the moment and looks back and says, Plans <laughs> had to change, I'm sorry. Okay, it's just that <laughs> this... I have the right guy, right? You you were looking for Bucky, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I was looking for Bucky. Alright, well, do you want to do it or not? Did Bucky send you here? Yes! Of course Bucky sent me. This this have place I is too hot. Have seen you before? 
I mean, were you at the concert? Concert? Was I at the concert? Think about it on the way. Sure. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I'm going to start uh, going up the path. With four successes, this ghost seems convinced that you're the real deal and begins to follow after you um, and seems to retain his form. Doesn't seem to collapse, continues to move with you freely yeah. away from this tree and uh, away from the area in which you he was photographed and found. Um, like a lost soul almost walking right behind you. You're all watching this, by the way, as you're like, we need to deal with this goat. And you're watching Ivy. <sighs> Man, your biceps are burning. <laughs> these, these, oh, right, your triceps are burning. As you're pushing through this soft soil. Um, however, thankfully, you are getting closer and closer to uh, one of the, it looks, like, it looks like there's actually a concrete path that leads up and out, but it's a good distance. On the path, not too far away, but the concrete path leads some distance away. Oh, I couldn't be close enough when looking back to the group with the... I, I've run out of grail great. on this game plan. Great. Perhaps we just go. Okay, let's go. We run. Perhaps. Perhaps. Right. This Perhaps. isn't the cowardly thing. We're doing the right thing. It's not a cowardly thing. It's not a cowardly thing. It's not. It is a smart We're thing. We're playing a large how you play nice. Them, you will have, as you're leading away and you look back at your crew, you, at this point, I will say, you have noticed Sam is here. Um... And as you all start <laughs> yeah, sort of congregating around and moving closer, <laughs> your your geist floating or walking stilted after you, um, you hear, well, now you don't have to leave. No. We can talk. Introduce me to your new friend. Oh, that's quite all right. We are so in such a hurry. May I help you? Um, I've got it for thank you. Okay, thank you. Um, we're fine. Everything's good. Enjoy the park. It's a tense moment. Because you all just kind of have this moment where everyone's carrying on the pretense that everything was fine. As you move and finally reach that concrete path, um, Sam is walking parallel to all of you. Um, looking around, just going, it sure is a nice day for a walk in the park, isn't it? It's lovely, but... We've already had our fair share, so we're ready to move on. Have a good one. Enjoy your walk. Um, you hear a slapping sound coming from a ruler up against a palm. And you see a very irritated-looking Miss Lily slapping this ruler against her palm repeatedly. You're not sure if it's nervous or rage, but she's just tapping it, tapping it, and tapping it. And again, as is typical of her you can hear even through the soft dirt you can hear the clomping of high heels down a hallway mm -hmm. completely mismatched with her environment um you all reach this path and as you reach this path the rage of your geists that are hovering around you the closeness of this ghost and even the closeness even though it's about 50 yards away now just from where the how the park and the, the path bends um there seems to be this low antagonizing ambient roar building like the blood rushing into your ears except for it's constant the energies of the underworld of death surrounding all of you it's all being concentrated very tightly into one area the emotional state of your geists is causing the temperature to slightly drop in the areas around you the energies of death are 
very present. And all of you are not only aware of its presence, but you're also kind of feeling its power coursing through all of you. Because with blood in your veins also is plasma. Um, Sam seems to be somewhat cognizant of this. You can hear some hysterical laughter as you all nervously move away, but he doesn't actually move to follow you. In fact, he stops and just folds his arms and is just tickled. Whatever it is that's causing him to laugh, it seems to be incapacitating as he throws his head back. And it is that typical, almost exaggerated, cartoon-like, you know, Looney Tunes southern coal miner laugh. Where he's just, <laughs> just outrageous sounding. And it would be cartoonish if it wasn't actually the authentic thing the which parody is based on. And you hear it echoing through the trees. As we're moving forward and they're confronting him, I'm going to go up to Ivy. No, we're all okay. leaving. <clears throat> right, right, right. Everyone's but moving. you were talking with Sam. Uh, <clears throat> right. work. Oh, okay. Uh, how, did, how did you get him to come with? You know, I am rather used to bossing people around. And there wasn't any, like, why did he manifest here at the park? Was there any attachment or anything to an uh, object? I wasn't able to find one in the moment. He was he was waiting for someone there. I convinced him of going to that person. It seemed like the correct thing to do to keep him focused on the thing that was related to his ghost focus thing. Okay, okay. So as long as we keep up the illusion, then he should come with, right? Aren't you supposed to know about that? Well, I don't know. I thought there was some sort of attachment or, or something. I thought you looked yes to this person that he's supposed to meet. Maybe. I don't, I don't know about ghosts that are on a loop, though. I've only... All right. Uh, we're going to get him back to Vetha's store. Okay. And we're going to figure it out from there. Okay. Hey, Ashbury is not too far. Okay. That laughter <laughs> is driving me insane, Juliet. It's particularly maddening because it doesn't sound like he needs to take a breath. Yeah, and, and, and literally Juliet turns around and yells, Have a good day, Sam McGee. He's not there. You Fuck. do not see his body and his And it's form. just like her anger that she feels from the ticking man like comes out, but like it's Juliet, so she's trying to like be polite, but it's you have to appreciate the drama of it, though. <laughs> it's also become apparent to you about no longer citing him is that the laughter you're hearing is actually echoing through Twilight and may not actually be heard in the physical world. Um, the first indication that that might be true is that this ghost apparently hears it and is looking around going, far out, man, like the lungs on this guy, whoever he is. Heights, right? Yeah, man. Oh, I got to stop for a second. Yeah. Oh. I got to stop for a second. Are you okay? He leans up against a tree and starts to throw up. Oh. And then he giggles and goes, (laughs) Shit, I'm sorry. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed, man. Oh, it's okay. so much. Yeah. Oh, you've had a lot tonight, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you you okay to keep going? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's let's go, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, shh. Can ghosts be drunk? Well, it could be the state that they're in. You might actually know that. 
about that because you have enough. If I remember correctly, you have the lore of the group, isn't that correct? Yes, mm -hmm. I have the cult of the underworld. So, do you want to go ahead and make a roll, and sure. we can find out? Let's find it out. It might give you some clues as to why this yeah. dead young man is manifesting this way. Um, so, go ahead and make a roll. Um, I'm going to put the difficulty of this at one, so okay. it'll be a standard difficulty. So, would this be? I would say this is intelligence okay. plus your underworld. Okay. And because you're specialized in it, you get an extra one. Oh, thank that's you. right. Yeah, I did forget about that. Oh well, actually, I don't know. This this wouldn't be underworld because it's not the culture oh. of the underworld. This is literally just a ghost. So I would say not, so. Just a cult. It's so just a cult. Okay. Which, I, if I remember correctly, that is still pretty strong for you. Uh, yeah, I have three in that. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. You are three, and then also quite my adept. intelligence, which is cool. All right, eight or higher. Can I sacrifice Bo? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep going to that? <laughs> Poor Bo. I'm just going to yeah. not use those dice anymore. New dice. Make sure that she never gets her hand on a sacrificial dagger of some kind. Um, so well, she's, um, she's full of jokes. Really. You're not entirely sure what it is. Um, so the question is actually appropriate. Like, can ghosts get drunk? Like, when you all hear Betha ask this question, you realize none of you really know. Yeah. If Betha doesn't know, how do you find out? I, I perhaps there was something that was in the atmosphere where they were, or perhaps it's the loop that this one is stuck in. But or it's just it's, it's a very died. specific. It could have been alcohol poisoning. Oh goodness! Uh, how bad do we want to know? Well, let's get him safe. Let's get, <laughs> let's get him back. <laughs> no, I, I say this because if he died there. Yeah. I'm, I, if I'm in the same spot as a ghost, as at the spot where they passed away, yeah. I can usually remember stuff, sure. but it's only when it's in the spot they passed away. Great. Do you I have to be there I think, with him? I, maybe not, but no, I'm not going back there yeah. by myself. Or, or today, um, maybe. We could do that another maybe time. Maybe let's do it another time yeah. when Sam McGee isn't here. That's a great yeah. idea. Great, 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 I great. Mean, it's still, the game laughter is still going on. Yeah. It's still go? going on, right? It is, it is, it is becoming more distant. It, it's, it's sounding more and more like a laughter that's echoing down a canyon wall and vanishing into the distance, but you can still hear it. Great. It is fading away, but you are very aware of it, yeah. Great. I mean, we can always come back tomorrow, right? It's yeah. not like Golden Gate Park is going anywhere. Nor Sam McGee. Nor Sam McGee. Oh, God. Don't say that. Okay. Uh, is, is Jamin around? Yes. Uh, I'm texting him. Texting him right now. No. So... We actually can, we can wrap the yeah. scene up as all of you are leaving Golden Gate yeah. Park. It takes you a good 15 minutes to find a, a path out that is comfortable. You're yeah. pretty much aware that you don't hear the laughter anymore. Um, and you are noticing the, the somewhat tragic looping effect of this ghost having to stop, throw up, stop, throw up, and is constantly coming back to it again and again and again. Um, so, uh, with that, we can we can start off. Let's take it, taking into account it was eleven o'clock in the morning, mm -hmm. on a nice crisp fall morning here in San Francisco. We can cut to uh, your shop. We'll say it's about an hour and forty-five minutes later. Um, uh, it, it's been a while, but I, if I remember correctly, uh, owning a car in San Francisco is a super bitch. Um, <laughs> Also, so, it's only uh, about a mile and a half from where we were in Golden Gate Park to Haight-Ashbury, where Beth is. Oh, okay. Is. That's no. right. That's right. Okay, so then not even close to an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. It's probably more like 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Tops. Right. 
Um, and business is booming. Our lunch hour goes very well. <laughs> uh, if I remember correctly, you had closed up shop a little bit earlier. Yes. Is that right? Julia, so, yes. Okay, so coming in, uh, coming into the store, uh, you have noticed that a few people have left like little torn slip notes in the door of like wanting to schedule appointments. They're all friendly notes. They're just like, hey, saw that you were closed. That I'll come morning. back in a little while. <laughs> yeah, except for the one of like, I need love advice right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, were you? Like, uh, Juliet has an Excel sheet with all of wow. them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Does that please you, Sam? <laughs> it pleases Ivy. Yeah. Ah, okay. Um, so making your way into the store, um, I feel like this, we have like a sort of protocol, like when Miss Trunchbull comes into Matilda's classroom where we're like pulling the, the things down, hiding mm -hmm. some stuff and like closing down the shop, but we're getting ready for like rituals. Well, coming into the store, as, as you enter, you actually see um, about, about 20 feet away from the front door near the desk is a male woman. Mm -hmm. um, she looks like a mixed heritage, Asian American mixed heritage. Um, her, you, you all know her. Um, so get ready to write down a name because yeah. this is a ghost and a member of oh. your crew. Yay! Yes, her name is Ashley Barris. Um, Ashley has been a male lady on this block since 1987. And uh, she died on her first day. As a male lady, um, you all are aware that she died, um, and it, it does happen, unfortunately, but she was struck by a trolley. Um, whoever she was in life must have been quite lovely because she is, for whatever it is that's keeping her here, um, she has such a lovely sense of humor. She's a very um glass half full type of person or at least that's how she comes off um unfortunately uh she is one of these ghosts who manifests in the state of her own death so half of her face is friendly the other half is smashed to hell um it is a sight that would certainly drive anybody who is not used to this kind of thing namely the living who are not sin eaters or the bound um, to probably scream in terror and run in the opposite direction or possibly throw up on the spot. But, um, oh, be polite to Frederick if you're having a good friend. Um, her wounds are not... Her, her wounds look... Let's just say they look active. Mm -hmm. It looks like they happened recently. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, as you all step in, she cracks half of a brilliant smile and says, Hi! Good afternoon, Ashley. 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 I saw some people leaving notes on your door, so I invited myself in and wanted to make sure they were taken care of. Now, I didn't want to take them off the door because that might have scared some people, so I went ahead and wrote them down here in your book. Um, you have them all listed here. Um, and I have some mail for you. Yeah, we're kind of busy <gasps> so right thoughtful. now, Ashley. I'll take the mail. It's very thoughtful. Sure, yeah. yeah. She pulls out a stack of what looks like soggy brown envelopes and like they've been rained on like these have been left out in the field for 30 years and just <laughs> sets them down on the counter and she says uh go ahead and take those and Thank uh you. is there anything i can do for you guys is there anything that's going on uh, oh he's new hello I'm guiding okay. our friend toward a place to sit down i'm going to put a 
trash can next to him, knowing he won't actually throw anything up, but Give he him... will look for it every time, and if it's just nearby, okay. then it's more settled. You pull this chair out as he steps through it, just just walks right through it and then takes a seat down onto it and says, thank you, yeah, that's good. That's good. And Ashley goes, is he new? Yes. Yes, yes. It's part of a case. Uh, it's like a new client. We're going to try to help him out. I'm going to go do my runs. If y'all need anything, you know, send your creepy, your creepy ghosts. And I'll, yeah. I'll come in. Right. Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'll walk you out. Thank you. That would yeah. be nice. Um, um, she starts leaving. She's like, I have so much to do today. So, so much to do. Yeah? So, so much to do. How, how long have you lived in this area? In this area? Yeah. I only moved here a few months ago. Ah, never mind then. Oh, did you think I was going to know him? No. He doesn't look familiar. No, I was just wondering if you serviced this particular spot a lot, but I guess not. No, it's my first day. No, yeah, yeah. Well, I hope you have a good one. Thank you. You too. Y'all have a great day, okay? Oh, Thank you. Ashley, you you're always so pleasant. See how pleasant she is all the time. <clears throat> we understand. All the time, Bo. Bo is just kind of watching, but you do see that passiveness in Bo's face. He is, the ghost is watching, just kind of like, he looks a little confused as she shows her way out she's like he, he he watches her step through the door and into the street as you see her situating uh her mailbag and she steps right into front of an oncoming trolley and just disappears as the trolley just ding ding moves past the door um uh and he just goes it's her first day but she talks like she's here all the time oh yeah just not as a mail lady as a friend just check on assumes right mm. Oh, uh, can I borrow this trash can for a second? That's what it's there for. And he leans over and does this thing. You see him once again Oops. throw up again. And when he comes up, his demeanor has shifted, and he looks deathly ill. He just comes up and goes... And he's just making that sort of... He has reached... It looks like he is in a state where he doesn't care how he sounds. He's not aware that his lip is just hanging low. He's just... On the edge of consciousness, swaying back and forth in his chair. Uh, Juliet doesn't like this part. I think that uh, she like kind of separates herself from the group and is like, "I'm just gonna hang out back here until until it makes sense." Uh, he doesn't flinch. Okay. What is Miss Honey doing? I mean, not Miss Honey, Miss Lily doing. I did see Matilda earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, you see, Miss Lily, again, these guys don't really communicate, mm -hmm. but if you want to make an empathy roll yeah. to try to get an idea of, yeah. of the look that she's giving yeah. you right now, yeah, um, um, I would say this would be a, I would say this is a wit's empathy check. Difficulty oh. is one. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Empathy is kind of your thing too, isn't it? You can make two if you want to. Sure. To see who's picking up on this. Um, that's an exploding die right there. Ooh, nice. I see two successes. Um, two successes. That's uh, an exploding die. Uh, it's eight, oh, nine, no, and ten. Oh, yeah, it is eight. Yeah, yeah. Eight successes. Eights are exploding? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> they can be, but I have to announce that before the roll. And it's okay. very rare to have an eight again ability. Yeah, very, okay. very rare. Two successes. Okay. Um, so the both of you get the impression that Miss Lily is looking at him in a way of like, 
I'll give you this. Both of you are getting a sense of Miss Lily's time period. I mean, Miss Lily mm-hmm. dressed like a Stepford wife. So mm-hmm. you kind of get the idea that she was probably from the 50s, yeah. 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're starting to get a little bit of information from the look, the way she's interacting with him. Mm-hmm. Because this Geist, who no matter what floor she's walking on, you always hear the echoing footsteps of heels down the hallway. Um, and the look she's giving him with the, her perfect jet black hair just sway, swerving just immaculately. Her button-up blouse with the collar, the ruler in her hand. I mean, obviously some of authority, perhaps a school teacher, perhaps a stern mother, you're not sure. But what you definitely get from her now is she seemed, you, you get the impression she is familiar with people who look like him. Yeah. Because she's looking at him like she disapproves of his long hair. She's giving him that kind of look. Like she doesn't like the way he dresses. Interesting. <laughs> yes. Uh, so this is it. This little bitty piece of information when it is kind of like, it's it definitely kind of, this is one of those moments where it blurs into the line of an investigation check. Yeah. But in this particular case, as your geist, and it's a little slice of information so you can learn more about the creature that pulled you back from death, you suddenly get a chilling sensation of, oh, okay, wait a minute, she's familiar with this era. Like, you, you're able to sort of get a little bit closer to when Miss Lily existed hmm. as a member of the living. Not just a um, <laughs> I think that Juliet sees this. Um, she takes a step closer to Ticking Man, but she's l- taking in the look that Miss Lily is giving this, um, this man, and she, like almost tries to imitate it um, in the sense that she like cocks her head at the exact same angle and like tries to like see what Miss Lily is seeing. Um, And that's it. Okay. Um, Ticking Man is doing something unusual. Oh God, okay. You're not sure if Ticking Man is playing right now or if (sighs) Ticking Man is purposely trying to be unsettling. Okay. But... If you can picture a big, toothy Alex Ward smile oh. <laughs> and eyes like a Felix the Cat clock, just oh God, yeah. Yeah. back and forth, Ticking Man suddenly resembles like an early 1920s silent film that's yeah. just looping through a piece yeah. of a scene over and over. Like those... Like an actual Nosferatu. Like a like, mad hat, like sort of like the Cheshire cat clock that's constant, like, dude. And his arms are craned up like this, and he's just. You're not sure what the behavior is or why he's doing it. Right, so she she takes her head and it has has this, like, almost moment with Miss Lily, but then, like, turns back to Ticking Man and is like, what, what is going on? Please don't scare him anymore. We're trying to get him on our side. And um, she's talking to Ticky Man. She knows she can't really communicate with Ticky Man, but I think Juliet still, like, talks at things. Okay. Um, because that's how she just, like, expresses herself. Um, it's like she talks to, like, her car. She talks to, like, her clothes. She talks mm-hmm. to everything. So Ticky Man is just this thing that she talks to, regardless. Okay. Um, he doesn't seem to react to it. You don't yeah. know what his deal is. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's, it's behavior he seems locked in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And it definitely attracts the attention of the ghost. Uh, so he looks, again, like he is in mm-hmm. rough shape. What would you all like to do? Um, I'm going to look down at, like, the rabbit's foot. Okay. And I'm going to... His behavior hasn't something. changed. He looks very nervous. He's watching everybody. He's constantly, like, clutching to the side of your leg. So I'm going to look down at him. Hey, I think we have a chance to help this person. 
Do you want to give something a shot like we did in practice? Um, you can see the eyes underneath the mask glancing up at you through the little plastic holes that are drilled into where the rabbit's eyes were. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. This is going to be... So you're trying to communicate with your geist. I'm trying to use a haunt. Oh, okay. And so I want this to So you're to flavoring a haunt? Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. let's go ahead and make the roll of whether or not your geist understands the haunt roll. Okay. So instead of like... Does it succeed because you told him what you're trying to do? Instead, go ahead and make the haunt check. Okay. And this is our first haunt roll. I'm excited yeah. for it. Yeah. We've been role playing and role playing and role playing, but yeah. now it's time to check out your geist's abilities. So, would you like to know the ability? First? Yes, go, okay. because our audience now, just now, along with you guys, a lot of us we are still learning geist in many mm-hmm. many aspects yeah. and learning these cool new abilities that these characters can do. So. Um, Let's go ahead and hear, so a haunt, yes. if you're familiar with Vampire the Masquerade or uh, Werewolf the Requiem, uh, <laughs> Vampire the Requiem or Werewolf the Forsaken of the Apocalypse, any of those things, all the supernatural character archetypes have special abilities and vampires it would be disciplines and geist it's haunts. Hmm. That. So tell us what this haunt does. Yes. So I'm going to be activating Sing the Dirge. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember you talking to me about this one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, and what? then it's a it's an instant contested roll because okay. it's sort of like a charm type okay. of thing. Cool. What uh, is it contested against you? Uh, that's what I was looking at. Ah. It is uh, versus their composure and synergy. Okay. But since it's just a ghost, it might not have synergy. It gets a resistance roll. So yes. because it gets it gets a resistance roll based on its rank. Okay. Yeah. And then I do my synergy. Plus my dirge dots. Okay. Okay, cool. And I'm spending one plasm because I only need it. I can do multiple targets, okay. but it's based on how much plasm I spend. So I'm only spending okay. one plasm for one target. Okay, cool. One success. You beat him. Yay! All right. I roll a single Sweet. success. Okay, so. All right, so tell me what this does. Do you mind if I take over a little bit? Sure, please. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I love that. So, uh... Uh, whether or not Lucky Rabbit's Foot understands, uh, I make a familiar motion that we have practiced where I sort of bend down and offer my shoulder. Okay. Uh, and what has happened before is he would crawl up my shoulder onto my shoulder, or onto my, yeah, shoulders, mm-hmm. like a kid at a fair or something like that. Uh, and uh, as he does this, I sort of straighten up and he leans forward. And as he does, the mask comes down over my face as well. And what resonates, uh, you see that my mouth is open, but there's sort of like a Tibetan throat singing. Right, so yeah, there's yeah. sound that's coming out of the out of my mouth's mouth, but it's reverberating through the, the mask and creating this effect. Okay. So it's a bit of a low, like... You said you could do it. That's pretty good. And I have to keep okay. going, and that's how right. long the effect goes. So uh, this is happening, uh, and basically, that's breath control now. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so basically, what this does is it grants the dirge condition on this oh, ghost. Okay. What so I have the... it here. Oh, you, thank you for being prepared. Uh, right there. Good man. Good man. Uh-huh. Okay, so you've been caught by the sly, siren song of the senator's dirge. The effect is, you were compelled to listen to the senator's song and. You understand what emotion or action the dirge is meant to evoke. Mm-hmm. If you can act in concert with the intent of the song, you get a plus two bonus. Uh, if you act in opposition, condition, bo- okay, so okay, cool. It takes one willpower to be opposed to the whatever it is. 
So the effect of this is essentially to synchronize his emotional state with mm-hmm. what's okay. So you're basically, and basically I can command an action or an emotion for this ghost to feel. Okay, cool. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. The effect of that low baritone. Mm-hmm. You've heard yourself do this before, but what's amazing to all of you hearing this, um, I'll let you decide. Have you done this in front of them before? I don't think so. This okay. is only us in practice. So Malibu Medium presents himself in very much the same way as Xander does. He is very affable. He has a very... Uh, boyish look, a very boyish voice. Go on. Um, <laughs> and the noise that comes out of his throat right now sounds like an ancient Tibetan, just the baritone. It doesn't sound natural at all. It no, almost. Yeah. <laughs> it goes. It goes far beyond. It doesn't just sound like an, an ancient chant. It sounds like there are voices from the underworld that are being called up in through this. Like the mystics in the dark crystal would be impressed right, right now. Right. <laughs> As you just and this however, there's nothing discordant or particularly haunting about it. Instead, it's this leveling off effect that mm-hmm. all of you can feel reverberating through the air. If 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 the chaotic emotional reality of our world could stop for a second and just hum a steady tune. This might be what it would sound like. And all of the geists in the room immediately stop what they're doing and slowly turn and look at you. Um, He also immediately begins to leave this state of this, this, this pained state of death and starts to revert back to the young man that was cognizant and was walking with you all. Mm -hmm. The joy, however, doesn't return. It looks more like serenity as he just starts coming as you are invoking sort of a, a sense of calm in him. Is that what, what are you doing? Is that no, right? I'm invoking the excitement that comes with hot gossip. Okay. I'm so, invoking share with us. Um, so as you see that calm begin to settle in on him, it begins to shift. And then you see this big smile on his face and he puts his hands on the table and starts tapping it a little bit. You get the impression he is in the zone where you need him. And you've calmed Juliet down too, and okay. that she feels comfortable coming back to the circle too. Um, okay. And he looks better. He yeah, he looks fine. Yeah. Um, aside from the fact of clearly being somewhat luminescent and dead, yeah. he is. He looks quite excited suddenly. I, so I'm in concentration mode. I didn't know you could do that. I mean, <laughs> please don't answer right now. <laughs> yeah. Also, interestingly enough, perhaps creepy is the same effect that apparently Sam was doing because you don't necessarily hear an intake of breath. Mm. It just sounds like it's constant. He goes... (laughs) Sorry, music joke. Anyway. Betha loves gossip and especially loves talking to people uh, that want to talk about really delicious topics like this. Oh, you seem like you have something on your mind. He, Do share. He just covers his face for a second and goes. I won't tell it again. I won't say, you promise you won't say anything. It won't go any further than this yeah, room. You've got to swear. I swear. Cross my heart and hope to die again. It can be really, really bad if, if for me and Bookie both, if, if anyone finds out. I would never do that. No one would find out. 
Um, Come on. Share a little. All right. Um, he goes into his jacket, and you see him pull out uh, what looks like a, a letterhead, like a, a, like a torn piece of paper. And he goes, look at this. And he holds up this paper. <clears throat> it just says, uh, let's go to the park tonight and see what happens. And it just says, bookie. Now, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. But what's also interesting is you see University of Berkeley written on the top of the letterhead, 1976. Seems like you had an, a meeting, a tryst, perhaps. No, no, we're, we're going to meet. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Going to meet tonight. Don't say anything. Of course not. What's the plan? I don't know, honey. Bookie just wants me to meet them there. So is it like a romantic deed, or...? I think so. I think he's going to say it tonight. Tonight? Yes. I think so. I think he's going to say it. How did you do me? And you see this sudden, like, confusion come over his head and goes, I think we met at a party? Yeah. College party? Yeah, we met at a college party. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're also a Cal student then? I go to Berkeley, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, me too. I'm currently studying there. Yeah? Yeah. Great. Ivy lets that lie slide. <laughs> Despite the college rivalry, it's fine. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah. Uh, I so, mean, Juliet's a Stanford student, but she sees that look and she's like, I think I'm supposed to lie right now. I think this is how you lie oh, right it was now. 100%. Did you oh. not have three facts? Yeah, it's just so oh, good. Okay. So, um, we're not on the same page. Is, is Bookie also a college student at Berkeley? Yeah. I thought you guys knew him. Oh, I do. I do. Uh, we were hoping also to introduce our friend Faitha to Bookie. Oh, okay. okay. I hear they're good people. You see this sort of haze come over him for a second, like he's confused. We've desynced from the memory a little bit too much. Sing harder. You definitely, you definitely get the sense that that's that that's a, that is an astute observation. <laughs> you definitely get the sense that he's kind of drifting in and out of trying to remember. Yeah. Um, do you have strong feelings for Bookie as well? Oh, look at that face. That's a yes. I don't know. I mean, you've been waiting for him to say it for a while, haven't you? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> you know how it is. I mean, it's a fraternity, and you know. Oh, indeed. You know, Kappa Sigma. Uh, I don't remember the name of this fraternity bunch of like shithead rich kids you know yeah the worst the worst <laughs> did you try some liquid courage before meeting uh before you're going off to meet bookie you see the sickness start to come over him suddenly oh and 
he grabs the he grabs that uh, trash can and starts throwing up into it. But as he begins, it's almost like your constant singing actually causes it to be pushed away. And he goes, and he goes right back, just right back into this like <laughs> smile. It says, "What time is it? I gotta make sure I'm there." Oh, uh, I've I've been keeping track on the clock. Don't worry, and I'll let you be late for this. And I have a car. We'll make sure you get there on time. So how do you know Berkeley? Uh, class. I'm a student at Berkeley, too. Student at Berkeley. Are you poli-sci majors? Yeah, that's that's me. Oh, no, I'm a lecturer. <laughs> so what, you're, you're, what is that? You're like a teacher's assistant or something, or what? Hmm. Uh, no, those of us who occasionally teach but have other jobs. What? You're a teacher there? You're a teacher at Berkeley? Do I look like a student? They're and, my favorite And teacher. you start seeing this look pass over his face like he's actually looking at you for the first time. Like he's actually looking at you instead of reacting to a voice in the dark. And he looks at you and he goes, I don't know you. No, you don't. We're just meeting tonight. I know Bookie. Oh, you know Bookie? Yes. Student in my class. Oh, whoa. So Bookie told you? He told you? Yeah. Whoa. Aren't I just very charming? Don't people just, you know, want to share things? Um, it must mean that you're very special. He Too starts good. to glance around at everybody. And you're getting the impression that, like, he is constantly shifting between how none of this makes sense, but falling back into the memory over and over. It's like a constant ebb and flow of like, wait, who are you people? Wait, why are you asking me this? Oh, you know book. Like it's every time you lead him right back through it. And the song is continuing. Yeah. Mm. Um, Do you have three pieces? I got facts? two only. That's I've two. only got two. Okay. Um, I, I don't think they met at a Hey, remind me your ma major. Poli sci. Poli sci. We have three. Nice. Men at a protest. We were protesting. Protesting the war. Uh, no, we were uh, uh, women's rights. It was a, uh, it was a uh, thing that happened on campus. It was really shitty, and. Uh, And Michelle, we were, we were supposed. I was supposed to meet Michelle, yeah. And I showed up, and Michelle was there with him. I thought they were dating, but and then he kept talking to me. Of course. Hey, listen, you're not going to tell anybody, right? Of course Absolutely not. Because, because like, I don't know, you know. It's great to talk about this. It feels so good to talk about this, you know? Because I've always known, but I don't think Bookie knew, you know? Do you know what I mean? I, I know. Has he told you to keep it a secret? Well, we, we both kind of agreed. If we both kind of agreed, we should probably not say anything to anybody. Yeah. Michelle knows. But Michelle's a good friend. You can count on Michelle. She's. She's cool. She's all right. 
you know, this entire time, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting Bookie, but I am just meeting you for the first time. I'm Betha, and your name? You see that confusion sweep over him for a second. He says, Darren? Darren. It's a good, strong name. A little bit dreamy. Darren McAfee. Excellent. Wow, it feels like I haven't said my name out loud in a long time. Darren McAfee. Darren McAfee? It sounds like my name. Is that my name? Mm-hmm. Darren McAfee. Juliet, you want to do your thing? Darren McAfee. I have to do it at the park. With three pieces of... Do you want to of... go to the park? Do you have business there? Because I'm supposed to meet Bookie there. Yeah, I mean, and... I'll have to take you to the park myself, so we'll, we'll, we'll oh. take you there. Yeah. You said that we'd make sure you got there on time, right, Darren? Yeah. yeah. Do you guys know... Do you guys know what's going on? No, we're just going to drop you off because we promised we would. Right, yeah. Think he's going to say it tonight? Are you talking about Bookie? He's probably going to say it tonight. You see him pull on his mustache a little bit. He's probably going to say it. I don't know why else he'd want to meet me in the park, you know? Oh. Well, then we We're better so- get over there, huh? Yeah. Come on. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Uh, and then Vicka yeah, we should go. We should go. I double mean. thumbs up to Mal. <laughs> um, <coughs> Lucky Rabbit's foot crawls back down. Um, Good job, buddy. And comes to a rest at your side. Yeah, and he just keeps muttering like, "Yeah." Oh man, Michelle's not gonna believe it. She's gonna. She's not gonna. So tell me more about these sexy frat guys as we move. (laughs) (laughs) They're a bunch of assholes. They're a bunch Ah. of stupid, like, privileged assholes. Their daddy's got them into college, you know what I mean? But Bookie's part of it? Bookie's different. He's just, he's different. He he doesn't, he's not a sheep, you know? Right. He's not, uh, he's not, um... Ivy. Um... I mean, we're about to figure it out, but I'm kind of worried that Bookie might have had his ending. I think he might have done that to himself. Think so? We can't be sure. I just hate this part. I hate the part about, like, finding out about death and then just, like, watching it and then being able to do nothing about it. And at about that point, it clicks with you. As you say that out loud, you see sort of the agitation in Juliet as she's expressing this. And then, Juliet, you have a moment where you're like, just instinctively glancing up, you may, you realize Ticking Man is trying to make you laugh. You see, as you glance back up to him in all of his, like, ragdoll sort of, like, posing... You see he's like inadvertently being creepy as hell. But being aware of your emotional state and being constantly pushing away, you see, as you look back over, he immediately resumes doing some kind of goofy gesture that would horrify (laughs) anyone else. You're out there, Jill. It's fine. What? It's... He's 
just being stupid. Let's, let's, you don't need to make me laugh. That's not your job. Thank you. He bats his eyes at you, just flutter, and he just <laughs> does like this. And you just see the, the eyelids just flittering open and close. Again, a visage that would be totally terrifying yeah. to watch. But in your state, being a member of the Bound, being someone who has seen what you've seen, plus I believe you actually have a merit that specifically states you cannot be horrified by these yeah. things. Yeah. You, you see instead an entity that is a, a dead entity that is trying to amuse you. Thought of him as the comforting type, but I suppose for you, so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Bantha looks at all three of you with your guys, and then just looks over at Bo and just sighs. <clears throat> as you glance over at Bo, you find he's looking right back at you. Oh, he's been staring right at you this whole time, with the, that typical neutral expression on his face. Um, I was just. I mean, you see how they're so connected, and two of us are just, you know, apples and oranges, perhaps. I was just feeling wistful. Um, Bo stares at you for a moment, and then his head lowers, and you get a sense of frustration coming from him. You don't know where it's directed at, and he just looks down for a second. And you can almost get a sense of his jaw clenching. Like he's working something out. <clears throat> we are actually going to pause there. Because it's time for our 10 minute break. Right. So this is a good opportunity to take a bathroom break and collect yourselves as we prepare for the next scene. You've gotten some information. You've gotten some names. Um, you got a sense of Bookie and where this ghost met Bookie, this Darren fellow. When we come back, Maybe we can start unraveling some more of the mystery. We'll see you back here in about 10 minutes, you guys. Ah. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, we're back from our break. Thank you again for joining us tonight uh, for our uh, episode two of our six-part uh, little story that we're doing here for Halloween, which, by the way, before we jump back into the game, I, I could be wrong, but I think this is actually our last game before Halloween, isn't it? <gasps> yeah. It is? It'll be yeah. next Thursday. Oh. It'll be next Thursday. Man, we so, but I, I, even though it'll be November 1st, I definitely want to do, I, I, we should definitely do something Halloween-y for our next game. Yes. I already yeah, got my mask season ends when I say. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, that's fair. Okay. We have until Thanksgiving season starts. Yeah. So. That's fair. Yes, Betha loves Halloween. Good for, good for business. You know, Halloween yeah. is the only thing that prevents Christmas from encroaching further. Mm -hmm. We need to proactively yes. take more territory. Not today, Santa. Aww. Julia is one of those people who like actually guards the uh, candy bowl and is like, it says take one. Please only take one. <laughs> and you'll watch. And she, yeah, yeah, she watches. Um, real quick, uh, I just before we jump back into the game, I just want to give a big shout out and thank you to all the subs that signed up this uh, evening. Um, I just got told that we passed 100 subscribers tonight. <gasps> so that is pretty awesome. Um, yeah, so definitely I will tell you guys, uh, supporting the channel does a big deal. It's, you know... It really helps everybody out uh, supporting the channel here. At it keeps the so. lights on, and we look so much better with good lighting. That's I true. need those. That's <laughs> true. So, thank you so much for that. Um, and uh, hopefully, we can uh, we can all 
get something, uh, get some more momentum going here. Get uh, get some more folks to get eyes on if they like to see uh, creepy ghost stories. Um, How do I get momentum in this game? Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, I have wheels and there are hills in this city. <laughs> Lots of momentum. Uh, let's go ahead and jump back into the game. Um, so where we left off, you had been talking to this gentleman, Darren, who had died at least, had been walking San Francisco in the mid-70s. Seems like he was a student at Berkeley. He's talking about somebody called Bookie, who, from the sounds of it, was a lover. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or soon to be. Or soon to be. Yeah. Not a lover. Hasn't said I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that maybe it's embarrassing. There's Maybe another name that got dropped. Um, aside Michelle. from Bookie, somebody who's actually been called Michelle. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and where we last left off, you had all just made the, well, you had just had the revelation that Ticking Man was actually Perfect. trying to cheer you up. Um, so great. What is everyone's agenda now? You've questioned Darren a little bit. He is in a understandably confused state mm -hmm. where he is constantly drifting out of his present circumstance to a memory that he seems to be living through to anticipation of something yet to come to throwing up and being near his death. So from what Mal understands, yeah. we're headed back to the park. So mm -hmm. right now, all he's trying to do is keep this ghost focused and here okay. so that it doesn't evaporate or yes. let's Let's set something arbitrary then. We'll, we'll go ahead and set the time at around 2.30 in the afternoon. Sure. Okay. Um, so you're headed back to Golden Gate Park. We're hoping that Sam McGee is gone because I'd like to go back to the site of his death. Is what I'm assuming is his death. I want to try and see if, if we can make that work. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I can actually make certain that uh, he wouldn't be there. Uh, at the edge of the park, I want to do my haunt, which is um, the boneyard eyes and the paintings. Okay. But I think before we leave, Ivy wants to do something too. Okay, so we haven't left yet, then. Yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah. as y'all are in this room, mm -hmm. the, the crystal shop. I actually don't want to do it. Um, <laughs> oh. To be very Oh, we're doing clear. this. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> I also hate this. Mm. Um, so I think Ivy's haunt you have seen before, and you have we have done before. Uh, but we need more information about the ghost, right? Mm. We do. So I should do the thing. If you don't want to, you don't have to, but... It will make it easier. Yeah, and faster, and if Sam McGee is there, and I don't want to deal with that whole situation. So are you so. about to use the Oracle ability? Mm -hmm. Okay, have you seen them use the Oracle ability yes, before? Yes, yes. Yeah. Have all of you yeah. seen them use and it's a good thing that I didn't eat lunch yet because I'm about to. I'm hungry, and I'd rather do it after. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yes, mm -hmm. it's great. I'm just gonna. All right. Beth is yeah. fascinated. Oh, do it, please. She can detect some of the agitation on your face and is looking at you curiously. Um, I'm of course talking about Miss Ivy. She's standing over. Miss Lily. Uh, I'm sorry, Miss Lily is looking down at, at, at Miss I. <laughs> Miss Lily is looking down at Ivy with a curious look on her face as to what you were about to do. Uh, hmm. I move out of my chair into a muggle chair. Okay. Or I will tip over. You slide over. <sighs> 
um, I'm going to activate the oracle now. All right. I would love if you describe to me what the oracle please. does. Please. Um, could I, could I uh, pass it on to you, please? Yes, I'm just going to read it off the paper. Cool. Um, um, oh, man. <clears throat> so uh, the way Oracle works roughly is that uh, Ivy becomes an Oracle, but rather than giving any prophecy of their own, uh, they go into a trance whereby others can ask them questions and the storyteller will give those answers from the select list. Can I see that real quick? Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the conditions list, mm -hmm. not the list. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's some set of questions, and then those are uh, the other set of questions, because I have so many dots. Mm -hmm. um, and that's others. what I was... Okay, yeah. so... Yeah. Essentially, you are watching Ivy's body die. Yep, it's fine. It's fine. It's um, really fine. So I'm very fine when this. you become a when you become a member of the bound, when you make the bargain with your mm -hmm. geist, and you are brought back from death, a geist has not regenerated your body with life. A geist has literally pushed death away, and has wound itself around your soul. The oracle is letting death back into your body. Um, so you watch as Ivy's body slumps in their chair. Their heart stops, their eyes roll into the back of their head, and they slump over and stop breathing. Um, this is fascinating. And you see Miss Lily looks agitated. Um, being bound to Ivy has an immediate reaction of concern and anger. Like, mm -hmm. eyes narrow a little bit and leans in real close. It's really disconcerting because you watch you watch her head again. It doesn't always track with her body. And now you actually see it physically sort of spread away from the head, from the body itself. You see a wound that you could not normally see as the head stretches a little bit and looks deep into the rolled back eyes of Ivy. Um, all right. You're helping us, Miss Lily. You are going to, you're essentially, it says you're allowing your ghost to range far and wide and answer questions put to it. Mm -hmm. The condition comes into a play. With a number of charges equal to the plasm spent on consulting the oracle, when someone asks a question from the list below, expend one charge, the storyteller will answer it truthfully, along with the suggested imagery to provide the answer. When, the, when you gain this condition, you may specify a number of characters up to your dots in Oracle, which I believe you have two. Is that right? Four. Four. You have four dots in Oracle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um, while you have this, okay, so four people so uh, who are permitted to ask questions, and you also may allow anyone to ask. While you have this condition, you are in a, you are, Okay, yes, you're, you're dead. <laughs> the condition <laughs> ends uh, without resolving when all the charges have been spent. Okay, so this is... So how many charges are you spending then? Four. You're spending four. And okay. are we... The questions, are there, they're limited to specific so, types? Julia so there, okay. there's a list so of So if I remember correctly, um, Sam, if I remember correctly, you, are, uh, you have a synergy level of three. Which means you can only spend three plasm. So Correct. that'll be three charges, not four. Okay. So you can burn three on this. Okay. 
um, and ask questions as you send your ghost out. All right, so. Do you want to look at these questions? Because I think I'm, I know which one of these I'm going to take. Sure. I, I'll trust you. Okay. I feel like we've done Can this I, before. Is, and... Are the questions on it? Yeah, there's some questions on here. I'm just fascinated with this ability. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know what the first question Juliet's going to ask. Okay. Um, ah. She, like, it's all, it's always weird looking at Ivy Dead. I don't think she likes to look at Ivy Dead. Um, it's also a reminder of what you really are. Yeah. 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 Um, this okay. is what happens when the power of the Geist is pushed aside. Ivy's ghost has literally left their body. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so, Darren McAfee—that was his name, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, what ties Darren McAfee to the mortal plane? Um. And Julia takes like a step back and like waits. You see disjointed images suddenly. And then the breath begins to escape Ivy's mouth. But it's it is it is a and then an inhale of and the voice begins to come out. It does not sound anything like Ivy as it begins to speak. Um and whatever the words are actually saying is not what happened. Uh, as, as human beings, we hear words and we instantly make the associations. You know what I'm saying. You get the general idea. You're able to cognitively be aware of how these words translate in your brain. Mm -hmm. However, when this tongues-like language comes out of Ivy, instead, all of your minds are immediately filled with visions mm -hmm. of, uh, well, it, let's see. Who did you, the charges are going out to three people. So, so the three of you yeah. will definitely get this. Okay. Yeah. So um, so you see images mm -hmm. of a handsome, young, blonde man in a letterman jacket. Um, looks like an athlete of some kind. And it almost seems like a sepia tone. And you can see him smiling at you and then glancing back off in another direction. And you see uh, a hand holding your hand for a moment. Um, and you get the sensation of liberation and wholeness. Like, the best way to describe it is oh my god, I didn't realize it before, but I never knew who I was. It was It's this moment like, like you've opened your eyes for the first time in your life. It's the feeling that courses through you. And saddled with incandescent joy and anxiety, this exciting, dangerous nervousness of falling in love. Um, and... Then you get a genuine sense of concern and confusion as um, you see a woman with dark brown hair and very 
kind and worried green eyes. Um, face is somewhat oval shaped, and she she looks very <laughs> she looks very much like she particularly with the way that the, these thick glasses that she wears she looks like she's like almost like a stereotypical uh like early 80s librarian from a movie mm, like fine. somebody 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 took somebody took a, a stereotype of a librarian from the 1980s and this is how this woman particularly dresses she looks quite friendly and lovely um and she's saying something to you and you feel a sense of concern coming from her um but you also get a sense of her happiness for you. But a sense of caution. Um, and then there is a cracking feeling, like a break, when you see a hand being pulled out of yours and the world gets ripped away from you suddenly, right as it felt like you were about to cross a threshold to where you've always wanted to be. And then nothing. Okay. So. Ooh. Yeah. Love ties into this world. Then, then you hear the exhale of <sighs> aware that everything you just experienced was being verbalized in an unknown language. Um, I need a second. Um Papa, do you want to ask something, Lena? Um, yes. Um, what here about Darren's situation has gone unseen by us? Like, what are we not catching? Um, you'll have to be more specific. That's what the question says. Mm. What here has, what gone, here unseen? has gone unseen? Like, what are we missing type of thing? Or, like, is there something that we haven't noticed? Um, maybe about or maybe his... Maybe what, what should we be paying more attention to? Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the truth is, is you've actually done quite well at uncovering. I, I will say that I will give you confirmation. You do get the sense that... Okay. Uh, I'll give you a confirmation. Um, since you've actually mm -hmm. done quite a good job at getting the clues and everything that, that, that he has... Um, there are two things. Mm -hmm. Michelle. Mm -hmm. Yes. She might be important mm -hmm. to this. Mm -hmm. um, Bookie could be a nickname. Right. It's hard to say. Michelle, whoever she is, there might be more there. Because you get a lingering sense as you ask your question. You once again see this face. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Um, uh, the confirmation I was going to give you is you definitely get a sense that it was alcohol poisoning that killed him. He likely passed unconscious and died in his own vomit, unfortunately. Are we keeping two? We can only ask the oracle questions? Yeah. Or, okay. Just for simplicity. Yeah, yeah. And then if we need to clarify like we just did, we can dance around it. Okay. Yeah. I think we get one more. Yeah, one more. Yeah. And Mal has it. I do. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, I ask for the lottery numbers now. 
I, I think maybe we should use the last question as a hint then. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> You know, once we find Ivy's wife, yeah, then yeah, you know, just, the lar- largesse will be gone. Okay. Just let's get Ivy out of this, please. You know my burden is the hungry, right? Mm. <laughs> yes, that's true. As well. Mine is the abiding, so I would like to abide to the rules, please. Okay. What here is most treasured by someone? And by here, I mean the mortal plane. Um, and by someone, I mean Darren. So you're basically... So this is a very peculiar. This is a very powerful question because it's like asking, "Hey, what's your anchor?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if he wants to tell us, <laughs> you definitely get a sense that he probably has more than one. But Bookie is definitely one of them. Sure, you you get this in, you get this surging sense of important importance, almost to the point where you see Ivy's body just kind of stiffen a little bit, like it wants to get up and go to Bookie. Mm-hmm. Um, all of which, by the way, as this is all happening, um, he, as in Darren himself, who is watching all of this happen, mm-hmm. um, has gone catatonic and staring straight ahead, almost like he's experiencing it with you all. Mm. Um, whoever Bookie is, is of tantamount importance to Darren. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you do get the sense that there is something else, something unresolved, aside from Bookie himself. Mm. I tried. It's okay. Let's um, get them out of this. Yeah, let's get them out of this. This is the part that fascinates me. It's not a gasping of breath because the body hasn't been deprived of oxygen. Um, it's not resurfacing from water. It's literally starting again. The heart, as it's not supposed to be able to do as it does, but as your ghost, the plasm coursing unseen through your veins fuels the life that should be absent from your death, preventing side effects like brain death from lack of oxygen. You are once again the supernatural creature known as the bound as death is pushed away. And you can almost sense Miss Ivy slapping that ruler again. Um, almost like a spectral defibrillator. Yeah. <laughs> Take damage. You're back. Um, no, but yeah, it's, it's you see, Miss Lily is slapping this ruler against the palm of her hand, and it summons you back. You can hear this noise in your ears, Ivy, as Miss Lily is just slap, 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 slap. And as you come back, there's this rawness in the back of your throat, like you've been shouting for days. <clears throat> um, absolutely water, fascinating. Water, water, water. Are you, you okay, Ivy? You can see, by the way, um, yeah. earmuffs. Um, you can see, by the way, um, seeping back into Ivy's like veins. You can see the pulse of plasm, mm-hmm. just the essence of the essence of the the supernatural, the mm-hmm. ephemeral, pulsing. And for a second, you see it doesn't manifest at all as blood, but it does make the veins all in Ivy's face become visible for a second, like there's a glow underneath their skin. And then... <clears throat> you know what it reminds me of? Zombie movies. I think that's why I'm fascinated by it. Because they're gone, and then they're back again. We've never found this out before, but do you know what you said? Like, do we have to I'm going to go get some water. Okay. Um, 
The answer to that question is yes. You experienced it more intensely than everybody in the room <laughs> as it was your ghost. Yes, and I get to be fucking dead drink at the time. Yeah. It's astounding. Thank you for doing that. You're not that, drinking. <laughs> you can feel the disapproval. This, it's not a judgmental disapproval. It feels like... It, 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 the best way to describe it, if you can feel the emotion behind, you know I don't like it when you do that. Kind of like this irritation. Not mad, but disappointed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> um, she just stands over you, and she does side-eye you. Even when you give her the look, she just... Absolutely. You were. They were. I mean, you literally. You're so literally traveled beyond, beyond, beyond. I, I'm, I'm, I see. I'm the only one that's completely fascinated by it. But no, it no. is it's, amazing. It's, it's amazing. Just it's like gross. gone and then back again. Just a moment. Yeah. I'm going to borrow. Darren's trash. <laughs> okay, I'll you move be back over. in a moment. Uh-huh. Um, How's Darren looking? Darren looks like he's in a state. Still. He's just kind of like, yes, because yeah. being taken, like, he didn't see, he was not part of the people who got to see the visions, mm-hmm. per se, but it almost seems like he understood the tongues that were being spoken. Like, he understood. He was feeling what was happening. Um, and it seems to have put him in a state of, once again, that sort of confusion of somebody who's dead that doesn't necessarily know they're dead. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say. Um, as you throw up in the trash can, it occurs to you that the <laughs> sensation of rawness in the back of your throat isn't actually because your skin has been, the, the flesh inside of your, your neck has been made raw from constant hacking or breathing in. In fact, it feels much deeper and more profound. Um, it feels... You realize the best way to describe it, a way that no living person could possibly understand, is it feels like a spiritual rawness all along your neck, which you can only guess is a manifestation of plasma. You can only suspect. But as you just like <clears throat> channeling all of that death energy and pushing life away like that. Are you sure you want to come with us? Um, it's been a long day. Oh, you got a last name too from from Michelle. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, Curiel. C U R I E L. That actually gives us what I think one next step should be. We should be um, we should be cross referencing uh, the Berkeley student records from that year. We should. Uh, we have majors. We have first and last names. We have sports uh, teams, and we can go through. Fraternities. Fraternities. Find find that mm-hmm. investigation sorts of things. And when we're prepared to go back, I can do my part to make sure that there isn't any company waiting for us. How do you feel about staying the night? Are you asking Darren? Mm-hmm. So Darren looks at you slowly and goes, Staying here tonight? You've had a lot to drink. 
and I think it might be best. I'm sorry, I've, I've got to go. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't let you leave. You gave me your keys, and... I'm sorry, I've got to go. Right, I'm well, so sorry. just stay here for a moment, uh, and we will be right back. Okay, Remember yeah. to read your note, um, and we'll be right back. Right? Side huddle. Okay. <laughs> we now, can't let him go no, back. He's, he's not going to go anywhere. He's stuck in a loop. It's he's as far as as far as he knows. It's still 1976. And at that moment, oh no! All of you hear just like this <gasps> shock of alarm, um, causing everyone just instinctively to glance to the side. You see, he has proceeded to take one step out the front door. Looks like he's leaving, and Bo has him by the neck and it's just holding him like very casually, just off to the side. And this dread geist. <laughs> will not release him. Um, you see, he just goes, he's, even though his neck is completely enveloped by the hand of this man, uh, is talking normally, like, hey, I'm sorry, I've gotta go, I've really gotta go, i really gotta go. Bo's head just rolls over to the side and he looks at all of you. Don't let Bo Good. hurt him. Good job, Bo. Mm -hmm. What, what are you talking, he just, Bo he just is, saved, the, like, the day. He could've just, like, stood in the way or something. Does he have to go for the neck? Mm -hmm. Well, it seems extremely violent. It's it seems unnecessarily violent. It's extremely effective. Well, is what it is. And look, he's talking normally. He's fine. But ghosts can't breathe. What? What does he? You know. It's... So my concern is we don't really know how these looping ghosts work, right? I might say some terms because I know you're not a gamer, but we don't necessarily know where they spawn. Does that make sense to you? That makes sense. What? Sense where to me. they give birth? Sure. That's... But if he if he Did respawns at the, the tree and, and we're not there, or if he makes his way back to the tree, Sam McGee is there and Sam McGee's gonna eat him. Well, you know what? Bo has him right now. Very well done, Bo. Wow. Bo well, looks just, back like, just in time you start noticing that he is starting to fade from Bo's hands. Oh no, Bo. no, please just by um, the arm, by the arm, literally anywhere other well, than the neck. No, I think yeah. it's probably that looping thing. Oh god. Where he might be tied to that location and we've kept him away for too long. Can I have a roll on that? Yes, yes oh, this yes. is totally underworld lore. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. So yeah. Go ahead Can and make I assist? Because I um just for the one. How would you assist? Because I suggested it. <laughs> yes, okay. I'll buy that. Yeah. Okay, so I get um, one extra like one. It. For specialization. And then specialization. Yeah. So, all right. So I can't do it with seven. Typical one. It happens. Oh, okay, good. All right. One, two, two successes, one's a nine, and one's an eight. <laughs> it just cracks me up because every time you, <laughs> like, you always know when Marquis is rolling because she literally vanishes from the... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, how many successes did you get? Two successes. Two successes. One's a nine, and one's an eight. That yes, makes ghosts who are away from their anchors for too long start to lose essence. Oh. Now... Um, well, I know how to take care of that. So they usually need to return to their anchors as quickly as possible, or okay. sometimes sometimes they can't even wander away from it. It just depends on what the ghost is and how powerful they are. Um, in this particular case, um, yes, it, it would seem that he is returning to his anchor. He needs, he needs essence. I, I know exactly what this is. Uh, he needs essence. Not a problem. In oh. fact, last time we were in the underworld, I procured a little item that I believe that uh, Darren might find um, interesting. Darren, 
Uh, you wouldn't want to go back to meet Bookie without a present for for him, right? Darren, you're asking Darren if he wants to go back and meet Bookie. No, no, no. I'm talking to Darren because I'm about to do something. Uh, so I'm like, Darren, okay. you when you meet Bookie, you want to have a present for them. Well, I have a lovely rose that I believe uh, you should hold on to, uh, and here you go. And then I pull out the uh, rose that I got in the underworld okay. uh, that I traded with uh, Shaw for. Okay. You um, see his eyes almost... If he's not conscious of what he is or the fact that he's dead, it is clear that whatever whatever's going on with him, whatever state that he is in, he clearly recognizes that that is not a normal rose. And as you hold it up, he goes, wow, far out, man. That is a beautiful flower. Is that glass? Wouldn't this be a beautiful present for Bookie? And Bo lets his neck go as he comes striding over. And he, the moment he touches the rose, you just see him coalesce as he holds it. Um, and becomes quite visible and goes, oh man, I mean, it's kind of corny, but I mean, that might be funny. He might like that. It's ironic. Um, I know, I bet he's going to say it tonight. <laughs> I bet he's going to say it tonight. He almost echoes as he goes back into that thought. Great. So, okay, deductions are really good, and now Juliet will probably do her... Clickety clackety yes, thing. I can do that. I can do that. Um, Fine, Michelle. I went to Stanford, but uh, going to <laughs> Berkeley. We'll, I, well, do you actually have connections at Berkeley? Or are the records public? Is this not just an internet thing? Oh, I'll make some calls. Um, Tina, right? <clears throat> oh, we have a <clears throat> moment. It's okay. It's 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 okay. It's I'm just, going and I'm making some calls. She's okay. Very uh, are you calling anyone specific? Or are you just making some general calls about? And, and what calls are you making? Or what do you? What was your inquiry? Uh, I need to get access to the school records of Berkeley. Um, and I have a couple connections at the alumni office. Um, my wife was a reasonably generous donor. To the program. Okay. So it is probably that's easy then. Um, they so your connections basically inform you that they can probably come up. They've got three Michelle Curiels in the database. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it is not a Michelle is an extremely common name. Curiel not as much as you might think in this we particular. We have a year instance. range. Uh, we also have right. a second. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, so you um, they inform you that they can probably get this to you by the end of the week. It would be so lovely for that to be expedited. <laughs> How would you like them to expedite that? <laughs> that sounds like a them. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you pulling to get them to expedite this? Because <laughs> um, <laughs> they, they, they're literally resources. just assuming they're li you, the, the runaround that you start to get is, oh, we can totally do that for you. We'll send it to this admissions office. They can pull up the records. Um, we can see... Uh, uh, if it falls under the purview of not needing to get written, you know, essentially, essentially getting a roster, a student roster, it's it's information that's not necessarily accessible to the public. You can find. I out say the words here. Tina Preston Memorial Scholarship. 
Okay, in that case, <laughs> I'm going to have you make a roll. Mm-hmm. Um, so this will be... Well, this could be manipulation or... I think this is manipulation. I think it is. It's I think not... this is manipulation persuasion. I, I think that is true. Um, do I add my resources to this? Yeah, I think, I think I, so. Yeah. I think what I'll do is I'll let you... Tell you what, I'll give you two bonus dice for your resources okay. because you are invoking... A na- and you are dropping the scholarship and you're invoking your own name. Hmm. You are somebody with money and this is I, I a little irregular, but... Yes, it is, but you know... You know, there's an there. There's always a number. <laughs> Let's see how that. Comes oh, out. real bad, kids. That's oh, one. Lots of low numbers. Oh, wait, actually, did I, yeah. You only needed one. I didn't declare well, more than one. That's true. Yeah. So you succeeded. Amazing. <laughs> well, I suppose um, it is many? like eleven thirty at night. Oh gosh. Uh, We're there. Let's see. So that was manipulation, and then that's a lot. Uh, I assumed it wasn't a charm roll. Right. Uh, because yeah, a little <laughs> bit of strong arming. Yeah. Uh, so four for that, and then another two for the money. Okay. Well, um, one for the money, two for the show. <laughs> yeah. I saw it coming, and I was like, maybe they won't go there. Uh, <laughs> like a trolley, actually. <laughs> so, uh, indeed, they become a little more receptive when you drop the word scholarship. Um, they pass you on to somebody higher up the chain. Um, you're kept on hold for about 20 minutes as you're guessing that there's conversations about this. Then you are passed off to somebody else that's higher up the chain who has less oversight, mm-hmm. who has a very personal conversation with you and actually explains that they are familiar with the name of your wife and how sad they were to hear about her. And she and, gained so much from the bioengineering program at Berkeley and um, everything that she was able to do with her company was thanks uh, to that. And it'd be so lovely to continue to support and not let that support languish now that... Well. You get the impression that the conversation gets steered by the woman on the other end of the phone mm-hmm. into a direction of uh, this This is very irregular, but this clearly means a lot to you, and you're just asking for information about one particular student, and mm-hmm. I, I myself have on occasion used our database to track down old friends, and I'm, I'm sure this is fine, and thank you so much for your support, and we'd be happy to help you. And mm-hmm. takes you takes about... Um, Maybe five more minutes before they say, where, where can we send this information? Can you give them an email address? or Okay. Um, 20 minutes later, mm-hmm. you receive an email. Okay. Um, and they are student admission records and photographs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is immediate. You recognize Michelle Curiel. She was a musician at the University of Berkeley. Um, in fact, after graduating... Uh, she came back and taught for two years at the university. Um, but was not granted tenure. And she resides here in San Francisco and teaches piano, apparently. Um, and she is on their list of people to come in, like, substitute teaching. She's still on really good terms at the university. Mm-hmm. Nice. She lives actually in Oakland, ah, just across the bay. There it is. She lives, in, she lives in Oakland. <laughs> piano, te- piano teacher. Yeah. 2019 San Francisco. Not happening. Yeah, I mean, even Oakland. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, tell me just twice. Like the, the, the radius of effect from San Francisco out. Mm-hmm. Well, this must have happened. Lovely. Good. Um, 
So it's not evening yet, if I remember correctly. It's actually probably late afternoon at this point. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to text my assistant to have them take care of the details of the donation and scholarships. So okay. I really... They scribble it down, but you get the impression just from the speed in which they are working, They, in the moment you invoke your wife's name and talk about the scholarship, yep. it is addressed with a sense of urgency and I don't importance. want to take care of any of those yep. details. Your assistant knows. And yes. so your assistant goes to work. Good. That's um, what you hang them for. <laughs> oh, yes. All right. All right. Well, okay. So... Did I say, what, what year did I say for Darren's death? Uh, 76. 76. 76. I was off by a year. I actually have my notes here. It's 77. Mm -hmm. okay. For what it's worth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and what happened in 77? Are you sharing the information with the rest of us? Or? Yes. Okay. Of course. Uh, I'll, I'll forward it on to all of you. Is this normal? It's like you're doing oh. this. <laughs> <laughs> Can you let me have that thing? <laughs> um, uh, what time is it? Because you said not yet evening, so we're thinking like 5 30? It's probably. Uh, 20, I don't know how long. I don't know how long I was dead. It's okay. Oh. It's, it's a little bit arbitrary, so we'll just say it's about four forty-five in the afternoon. All right. So, so there is still the possibility that we could go calling on this trio. Yeah. I, well, I think that Juliet, uh, you were talking to me about wanting piano lessons, weren't you? I think that would I'm be so lovely, bad. Juliet. We should really shop around to see no, teachers. No. Are we? Could you do that for the shop the too? The world's worst liar. Do you want me to do it? Have you seen me try to lie? The world's second. Oh, okay. Do you want to play piano? Can you play piano? It just, I mean, I, I, mean, I took lessons along with my brother, but not really very extensively. He's a musical one. Uh, Can you play piano? No, why would I? Oh, but I know what we could do hmm. um, as a possibility. I mean, it seems that... Your voice trails away because your mind is suddenly flooded with the memory of a young Japanese boy sitting on a stool and an older man sitting next to him, listening to him go through all of his notes, going through scales, one by one, masterfully, up and down. Um, and you feel the sudden swell of anxiety. But on the man's face, you just see this warmth and nodding. And when you mess up a key, you freeze and there's this nervousness and an old wrinkled hand comes and takes your hand and puts it back on the right key and then and you begin again these little stubby fingers moving your way across the keyboard um, and as you are playing you feel the sense of I'm doing it and you look back up to him in approval just in time to see as he's smiling at you the snapping sound of a gunshot and a bullet hole right through his forehead that sends his head snapping back. That He hits the ground in a wet alley that's raining all around you. And you drop to your knees as this little boy. And you were back. You watched her in mid-sentence stop and her eyes go wide. And inky blackness begins to wrap around her body. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, all of you begin to hear this. This again, that roar, that 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 ambient roar of the underworld, like blood rushing through your ears. Bada. Um, Bada. Come back. Bada. And then 
terrible. Oh, wow. It happened. There was, there, wow. Are you What's okay? I, wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Bo. Oh, wow. What's Bo looking like right now? Bo is standing very calmly, but he's not looking at anybody. He's just staring down at the floor. He's not at the floor. Uh, are you okay? I, um, uh, Bo took piano as a child. There's a lot more to it than that, but I, um, what are, thank you, um, there's a lot more than that. It Was it a good memory or a bad memory? Both. Do you think confronting a piano might be healthy or hurtful? I think, well, um, from what I'm feeling with it, the piano part is, it's bittersweet. It's, it's both. I don't think he's not going to lose control or anything. It's not a, a Sam McGee situation, but it's a very painful memory. I mean, it's good. Yeah. But the person that taught him, their end was extremely tragic when he saw it. Well, we're still learning about all of this, right? That was very intense. But if I have a hunch, maybe you learning piano might bring you closer to Bo. I don't think that's what that was about. I think so. Yes, yes, I want to learn piano. I want to learn very, very badly now. Um, I'm uh, sending an email to uh, Kirill's website portal. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, uh, you, you see that, uh, yeah, she lives in Oakland. Um, you don't really have an address, obviously. Um, uh, this particular portal just has email me if you're interested in lessons. Um, these are my rates. Um, Actually, you know what? There's a phone number. You know what? There's a phone number. Ivy is willing to make phone calls. <laughs> this is, there's a this reason is... why one becomes a CEO of the world. And the only reason is because they are the ones. And this is why we play role-playing games. Uh, yeah. Because uh, in role-playing games, we can do things we don't normally do in real life. And yes, second... I'm just going to go off and do that. So it's already taken care of. Well, um, yeah, the second that you say that you want a piano, literally Juliet's like already on her phone and being like, you'll have one delivered to your house tonight. Hmm. Thank you, Juliet. I want um, a whiskey, like really bad. Um, I'm sorry, I'm kind of. Okay. I've got you bathroom. covered. Okay. Yeah, then goes <laughs> over to a cabinet and pulls out a drawer. You're gonna want a digital. Uh, yeah, make sure there's. It's Scotch, okay. I have Lafroig. I'm what? Oh, Lefroy. I'm not <laughs> picky. Oh well. Just thirsty. Where's Ivy? Um. The phone rings a few moments, and then you hear uh, an automated message saying, Hello, you have reached Michelle Curiel. If you are interested in music lessons, please leave your message. I will get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you, and have a lovely day. Hello, this is Ivy McDermott-Peston. I'm calling for a potential student. If you could give me a call 
back as soon as possible. We're interested in beginning right away. My number is thus and such. Uh, please give me a call back. I look forward to hearing from you. Have a good day. Goodbye. All right. Where's Ivy? Uh, Julia's going to go looking for Ivy because Ivy just had a traumatic experience <laughs> and suddenly they're gone. No, yeah, thank you. It's the second time you've seen Ivy use the Oracle ability. Yeah. Um, it's never not a lot. Uh, um, where where do you take your phone call? Uh, I, I went around the corner. I at least had mentioned the digital piano, so you probably saw the direction I went. If you wanted to turn around. Yeah, yeah. Um, as you are looking around, you get the sense that this is the first time you've gotten the sense that Miss Lily understands who you are to Ivy. Because as you're looking around, she just gently points <laughs> out the door. Her hand just phasing through the door. She points that way um and the ticking man just does this <laughs> what a weirdo um, <laughs> yeah creepy weirdo just not around children um thank you okay that way i'm gonna go that way um she followed you yeah and again you hear let's go the heels in the hallway you hear her coming <laughs> just as you're hanging up the phone um the door to the shop opens as you are outside um you're getting the impression that um even with the cold weather you can smell rain is on the horizon in san francisco the moisture level is going up it's gonna be raining here probably in the evening um so uh your breath can actually be seen at this point as it's i know i know <laughs> Uh, For those of you watching at home, we had a wonderful spell of cool weather, and then it hit like 93 degrees. God. <laughs> so, Fire. Um, but yes, we are, you are experiencing the fall weather as you approach. Um, um, well, Juliet's actually shivering because she's given Ivy their jacket. Oh, um, I'm sorry. No, no, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Don't, no. don't. Yes. Don't, don't, I gave it to you. This is only going to make it awkward, and I'm going to feel really it's terrible. Already, I oh. will actually feel worse. Take than you the did. coat now. Yes. Put it on. Yes. Wait, it's not, ma'am. It's sir. It's sir. Yes. False, we talked about that. Yes, we have. Um. Uh. I went to voicemail. Who? <laughs> I'll try wait, again. Wait, wait, wait. Who are you calling? Carol. I'm good that you're. I'm glad that you're okay. But you can't just walk off. No. We're, we're, I can't. We're your team. And, like, we're here to, like, plan stuff together. And, like, that was a great idea, really. But, like, you could have run it by us. April was having a moment. And you should have been there for that. I need it when we're on the phone. This makes things almost feel normal. Calling people on Ellen's giving records. Let's me forget that I was dead 15 minutes ago. I'm going to go inside now. I'm going to finish this cup of coffee. Thank you for checking in with me. You sure you don't mind talking? Not even slightly, but don't sleep now. Okay. Tell you now, it was so intense. Cheers. I mean, is is this is this literally what you go through with your medium thing 
that you you do. I was there. I was I was foe. I'm just glad that he's sharing with you. I know. Are y'all having alcohol? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, as y'all are drinking alcohol, I don't think we've done this yet. As, <gasps> oh no! Um, you immediately start seeing a change dramatically shift in proximity to Darren as he is near this bottle of alcohol. <laughs> as you all, um, you watch um, as he is the moment you are all sharing. He's kind of watching all of you, and then as you're drinking, he stares at the bottle, and you are in the middle of conversation when you glance and you see the bottle just start going just shaking up by itself on the table and Darren starts earmuffs Darren starts vomiting plasm you just see this column of ichor and goop just just eject from his mouth as you all feel the essence of of essence like immediately enter the room Um, it doesn't take any kind of role to know that immediately you have probably inadvertently stumbled upon one of his bands. Yeah. Oh. Um, and you just start throwing up. Um, oh. you can, Burn it. Um, I, 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 uh, do I we feel it? this even though we're not in the room? You are coming back in just <laughs> yeah. as this is happening. All right. Everything is fine. So the, to try back in. But yeah. The, yeah. The, the vomiting is so... It is so... <laughs> It, it doesn't stop. Oh. And it, it is as, you're not sure if it's manifesting in the physical world or not, but it's definitely present in Twilight, and it does, obviously, it is made up of plasma. Yeah. So, um, but it, it, it is, as I was telling them, it, it seems like you've inadvertently triggered a it ban. Yep. Yeah. And you see his form begin to shrink and shrivel, and you hear a scream as he starts backing away, and then his eyes roll into the back of his head, and he falls back onto the ground in slow motion, just under. Oh, the <laughs> bottle of alcohol is completely empty. It's just not there. The alcohol in your glass is not there. It's gone. What happened? Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I put the Lafroig bottle back um, into the cabinet and close make, it. Make a quick roll. Um, this is going to be a lore check. Oh, I um, uh, yeah. Point. So. <laughs> Uh, difficulty in this will be two, so it's gonna be tricky because you actually never encountered this before. Um, you have, you may have heard about it though, because of what you know about bands and bands. Right. So um, three, and then is this a intelligence or wits? Uh, wits? This would be. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll give it to you. Whichever is the higher of the two. Wits. I'll give that to you. All right. So wits. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I didn't just think want. about it. Oh, I, dumb, dumb. Yeah, <laughs> obviously didn't think about it over here. Great call. <laughs> oh. I mean, ooh. Oh, okay. One, two, three successes. Okay, so what you know about Banes and Bands is that when they kick in, usually it has to be a little more specific. If it is something general like I can't be near alcohol, mm-hmm. then usually it's not as violent. It's usually a, a, a a bane, uh, a ban. Like it's difficult for the ghost to be near something that is related to an emotional tie or something that he did in death. Um, this is probably closer to his bane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For it to be part of his bane, to be so le- so harmful to him, it would have to be very specific. Um, you're getting the impression that he may have died from drinking whiskey. Oh. Because he's reacting right now. You're watching him. 
essentially re relive his death right in front of you. Um, and he starts gurgling on the floor, and his eyes are rolling back, and he looks like he's trying to say something. He's just coughing up plasm. I have, you know, I started that trading system with Shaw, and I'm continuously giving gifts his essence, to Niles. Yeah. Um, so I, it's logical to assume that Betha would have another essence object, and then if not, I do have grave goods. Well, I can what, make one. Un unfortunately, because his bane has been triggered. <gasps> There's really no stopping this at this point. What's probably going to happen here is he's going to lose consistency and reappear probably tomorrow night at his anchor. So you watch him just and then he literally pulls that. If you remember the X-Men scene in the original movie where he turns into water, it's mm -hmm. kind of the same effect mm -hmm. where he just splashes across the ground and you hear gurgling. And then the smell, you see what manifests in a giant puddle all over the ground is whiskey just splashing all over the floor, pouring out in every direction. And he's gone. I'm such an idiot. I'm sorry. Now, I, I, I didn't will say this. Think of it. Typically, they have to come into contact with their bane. This was a very violent reaction to just being in proximity of it. I didn't even think of it myself. I was so overcome with... The experience with Bo, I didn't... Well, we know that he's going to respawn at the anchor, or is that only something that she knows? She knows that. Okay. Um, so, he's, so he's just gone now? No, no, he will respawn. Um, oh, I get it. There respawn. It is. Yeah. yeah, the gamer thing. Uh -huh. I, I get that now. <clears throat> uh, um, back at his anchor. Which is near Sam McGee, apparently. Allegedly, well, maybe. We don't know if he's going to be there, but I can check the location before we go there whenever we're ready. Um, how how long does it take them to usually tomorrow respond? night? It's usually it's, it's like cyclic. 20, yeah. It's a twenty four okay. hour thing. Okay. Okay. So we have time. We do have time. We have some time. He he won't be uh, corporeal, so Sam can't get to him. So we have a day. That's not necessary. Not, not true. Until he responds. Until he responds. Uh, if Sam finds the anchor. Oh. Unless, oh. unless Sam finds the anchor first. That's so we have to go stop Sam is so what you're telling me. So just so you know, a reaper, in order to in, in, in order to do it right and get a ghost and devour a ghost and send it to the underworld, typically that'll involve destroying the anchors as well. Mm. Pull, destroying a ghost's ability to exist in this world, destroying the anchor is a way to do that. But we're on... The trail for them as well. That's what this investigation is. We need. We have time to try to find them before. So yes. Um, right. I've, I've also given yeah. you a vital piece of information that I'm just going to go ahead and connect for you, mm -hmm. just to sort of be, uh, just to, to help you guys here, because uh -huh. everyone's still learning the game of guys. Uh -huh. But as I've said, anchors are what keep ghosts here and make it yeah. so they don't get pushed through an Avernian gate into the underworld. Mm -hmm. Or they give, they empower them so it's a little more difficult, but essentially it's going to be in Sam McGee's interest to destroy the anchors. Yes, right. yes. Right. And or so devour the anchors. So basically, and, and we don't know the exact amount of time before that happens. You know there um, are two anchors. We know there are two anchors. You don't know what one of them is, yeah. but you definitely know the other one's Bookie. Yeah, right, yeah. Who yeah. is a living yeah. human being. Yeah, but we right. have reason to believe the other one is connected to this piano teacher who... So. Um, no, but if there is any truth to the nine to five job, it'll probably be after five, which is relatively soon. 
Good. I'm stuck. Okay, I, so we just gotta get to Bookie before Sam McGee. And I think the Bookie. way to Bookie is through Michelle. I mean, yeah. she, she would know from the visions. It seems very, yeah, very close. Actually, was to each other. Um, so it's not a complete loss. Um, By the way, the whiskey on the floor is very real. It's not in Twilight. Oh, uh, great. It's going to start to smell. I'm, I'm gonna going mop to roll that up. <laughs> Mother. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on. I'm going to try mop it up, sir. Um, the only I mean, good thing about this is I'll that I'll give you a washcloth. I actually, well, oh, I just listen. came in the door, so I stay where I am yeah. away from... Well, it would be rude to call it the mess room. Yeah. It's but, a mess we made. Uh, well, now that you've mentioned it. Um, <laughs> by the way, Mel, your phone has started to blow up. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. What is this feeling inside? I think I feel bad. I feel bad for what we did to that ghost. Yeah. That person. They don't like to be called ghosts. There you go. We're learning. I'm yeah. getting better at this. You are. It's um, really good. I'm going to check my DMs. I mean, they're all Bindi Becca. Yeah. It's, it's a bunch of messages from Bindi Becca. Yeah. They're not nice messages. Oh, no. They're talking about how what you did is really fucked up. Yeah. And they don't understand your behavior, that they just started, like, really feeling comfortable around you. Cool. I'm going to address this with my anxiety and not answer. Okay. That's I a get lot. that. <laughs> Juliet relates. Okay. Honestly, the best is, like, putting it on do not disturb. Mm-hmm. That way you can't tell how many messages you're getting. <laughs> it's Hot too real. Juliet. <laughs> the red number of death. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I'm, I'm mopping up. Thank you, Juliet. Yeah, I didn't want it to get sticky. Okay, um, you come back with one of the old... I mean, you don't use this mop. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> You've never had to, really. It's um, the whiskey mop. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you start slogging through it. Um, for all intents and purposes, it is whiskey. Like, yeah. it's just poured from the bottle. Yeah, it's just... Um, uh, ah, this is gross and weird, but um, Julia would like to scoop some of that whiskey up. Okay. And... Like put it in like some sort of a container. Yeah. Tiny um, bottle. Tiny yeah, little tiny, bottle. Yeah, we, have, it, we probably have tiny little bottles here. But like if there's vials, I would so, say. Yes. Yes. So, so, so vi- the word is vial. So, yeah, spiritual and holistic. So, shop, so we like have the, the 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 thought process that she's going through is, if he turned into this whiskey, like could we take a like sample of this whiskey to see if there was any like toxins in it or just like. Or even to see like what kind of brand of whiskey it was to get see if we get any more clues. But like this is Julia going full on Nancy Drew. She yeah. loved yeah. Nancy Drew when she was You're hearing the CSI theme song <laughs> in the back of your head right now. Yeah. She's like, wait, wait, a clue. <laughs> um, well, but Julie. like it's it's pure like this is pure fantasy. Like my wife used is... to pop off at CSI and how it's completely scientifically unrealistic. And how oh man, my brother's in law enforcement and it just drove him nuts. And the standard of good episodes, says Julia. Apparently, the forensics were completely inaccurate. You'd have to ask. I mean, story, you know? Actually, it's um, it's a really good idea. And then um, Betha goes over to is that is there a pool of essence, a pool of plasm? No, you. um, There's no plasm. It it is all manifested as whiskey. This is actually the smell of alcohol is just wafting through the area now. Okay. And it's strong. It oh. just smells like it. Open alcohol. window. Yes. <laughs> Actually, yeah. can we get some air, Ivy? Yes, of course. Step into my um, office. We go outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, yes. I 
don't want to look at this right now, and I know that you do the business, and, um, how bad is it? <laughs> it? It's one of those moments where it takes you a second to scroll, because <laughs> because she's done, she does this... I'm not, Stream of I, consciousness. I, I, as, as, as a GM, I am not... I am not trying to real-life voice my irritation with this habit that people have with texting. Oh, well. But she is texting in fragments. Like, mm-hmm. every time she finishes oh. a sentence, she mm-hmm. starts a new, instead of just putting it all in one damn text. I and so, <laughs> so... Otherwise, do you want an entire, like, Whoa. two screens worth of just justice? Because uh, I'm one. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I will make I prefer- a note. I think I mostly do. Yeah, I'll I will make a note. One, two buzzes. Okay, three buzzes. All right. 20 buzzes? They could have been said in a buzz, two buzzes. Just at me and Xander next time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, actually, yeah. For the yeah. love of God. Okay, um, so Becca so. does that. So I Becca take a does moment. That. I scroll. The GM is literally side-eyeing his own creation. And like, um, so you see that she has, uh, it looks like just message after message of like, your behavior really upset me today. I don't know what was wrong. I took a big risk coming to meet you. I thought we could work collaboratively. It's it's a bunch of punitive texts of how Malibu Medium's behavior was really disappointing today and they want an explanation as to why they threw their phone and why they chased them out of their own spot. Like she's threatening to go on social media and explain to everyone what a dick he was. She's basically trying to weaponize her audience because she felt really mistreated this afternoon. Keeping aside that that is a terrible use of a positivity brand. <laughs> Welcome to the internet. <laughs> Welcome to the internet. Uh, all right. It is very bad. Oh, no. And it is bad in part because it is deserved. Because uh-huh. you did a thing. You did a bad. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean... I don't have to explain to you, but I was trying to say It was a necessary bad. What do I do? But from her perspective, entirely a bad. Yeah. So, accountability. Uh Uh-huh. And amends. I'm going to Venmo you some money. Okay. And I am going to, in very small part, save your ass so you can tell her when you apologize Uh that you're buying her a new phone. With the money. Oh, I I thought. Oh. Yes, understood. Yeah. But even if it's not salvageable, and it may not be, you'll have done as much as you can do. What do I say is the problem, though? Like, I can't tell her the actual reason, and I don't know what to say. It sounds like I took her phone and threw it out of nowhere for no reason. Well... The best lies have a bit of truth, so say that you were anxious, that you don't usually have people of her status. I'm never going to work with anyone ever again. Oh my god, they're all going to think I'm a phone thrower. Only if it gets out. Hashtag phone thrower. (laughs) Don't hashtag that! Confess that she made you feel... uh, anxious and vulnerable because she's such a big deal and you overreacted and please forgive you. Okay. Let her be magnanimous. Okay. Yeah, I can. I can you can do that. I can do this. Do you want me to write you a draft? Yeah! <laughs> right. Just looking at the, when you say, hey, as you, <laughs> as you open the text chain, 
you see all the telltale signs that she is threatening to drag you on yeah. the internet yeah. mm-hmm. with 1.5 million followers. <laughs> Significant drag. It doesn't matter what she says. Yeah. If she's going to voice disapproval, you already know what the mentality is going to be mm-hmm. and how interested in people are going to actually be about what really happened. Mm-hmm. You can see the precipice mm-hmm. of your behavior, which wasn't great. Okay. The validity of what she's saying Ooh. and what could technically happen. All right. You're basically seeing the seesaw effect here. And uh, I will give you this, the advice that was just given to you. Damn good advice. I, so... Yeah. Um, why don't we make this a roll? Okay. Yeah. Why don't we? Why don't we make this a roll? So I'm drafting a message. May I make a presence expression? Like? Yes, I would absolutely say yes. Um, I'm burning willpower into it because I don't have expression. Um, I have persuasion. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. if I can do that. So okay. wait, does that mean that this is a chance die for that skill? Um, if there's no successes and a failure. I believe it is for the skill. Because yeah. you don't have any dots. Yeah. So there we go. Maybe. This is a charm roll. Is it a charm roll? Wait, don't use my dice. Don't use my dice. That's really true. Um, unless I'm misunderstanding that mechanic. So you only roll a chance die if your dice pool no. is reduced past zero. Got it. Okay. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you've been penalized down to the point where you have sure. no dice and you still need to take a chance. Got it. Okay. That's like if I need to make a defense roll. Right. Correct. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> So, um, I'm going to say this is going to be, uh, I'm going to, hmm. I'm going to make I this. am actually doing a turn offensive, to be fair, but yeah. I understand your question. So, you are writing something, mm-hmm. so I'm going to say it's an expression. That's change. fair. It's expression. That's fair. Um, fair. And it's how to channel your charm into the words that Absolutely. you were saying. So, oh. the, the difficulty is going to be rough, though. Oh, yeah. Um, so the, I'm going to set the difficulty at three. Do I get the term specialty in an expression, even though I'm not using my persuasion skill? Can I I'm, I'm really, really trying to help my friend here. I would like to assist with my specialty in social media. I would totally let that click in. Yes. Ooh, there we go. All right. And if you, I, I, Use more emojis. I'm going to give you an option, too. <laughs> if you want to spend a willpower point, yeah. I will give that to Sam. Yes, of course. Okay. Right. This is very important yeah, to so me. That's typically important. not how willpower is used, but, you know, yeah. all my experiences right. and sharing momentum and, and cipher and all this other stuff. So go ahead and uh, awesome. make the roll difficulty is three. So the good news is we're okay. <gasps> yeah. Oh my uh, god. Yeah, 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 yeah. Five off the bat before explosions. So exceptional oh, success. Uh, <laughs> excellent. Ooh, also. Uh, sorry, that's six off the bat oh, before explosions. That's a critical success. Yeah. So you don't even need to count anymore unless you want to. Because I'm, I'm seeing how many explosions four tens. So seven successes. There we go, seven. I will. Look, if there's right. one thing I, a venture capitalist, know how to do, it's it is how to make apologize that sound sincere. So here's the thing. It's the internet and yeah. 1.5 million people. Uh-huh. Now, they brought up an excellent point. The truth is, is you behaved very poorly. I did, huh? <laughs> and, and, uh, and, <laughs> and her going onto the internet and calling you out Half the people will have the right, half the people will be like very disappointed in you. Half the people are just going to show up because they don't know who the hell you are, but if a tar and feathering is happening, they want in on that, yeah. which will invite trolls, which will invite, which will invite, which will invite. Yeah. And before long, you're going private, you're going underground, and your social media career is dead. And right. we lose our, our leads. Yeah. yeah. 
So as you're sitting here just watching them type this, your mind is immediately going to all of these places of like, oh my God, I'm going to be a par- in, in, in 30 seconds. I feel I'm like a pariah. This is the only time that I have more anxiety than Lucky Rabbit's Foot. <laughs> I glance down. How is this affecting you? Rabbit's Foot looks concerned for you. He's looking <laughs> oh, up no. at you. He's looking up at you. Um, and he, he's tapping his chin like this, almost mm. like in a gesture of like, are you okay? Kind of like staring up at you. Obviously, a geist of his age, you're not even sure he would understand what a cell phone is. Right. So he's kind of staring up at you, concerned, and you can see wide eyes. Like, the the child behind the mask understands that you're afraid, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, should I be afraid? Kind of like looking at you for, oh for like, God. is everything okay? And I um, want to feel like everything's okay, but it's yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they pass your phone back to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a couple of things you see. First, it's the notification that that uh, eleven hundred dollars has been transferred to your account, Whoa, okay. which is the price of one of the newest, highest upgraded, customizable iPhones that you can get engraved. <laughs> um, and then a message, as they wrote, calling them calling yourself out, apologizing for the behavior, with a little bit of dash. With that many successes, a dash of. Being a medium sometimes makes you vulnerable to certain energies, and I think uh, there is anxiety. Just like you read two paragraphs of sheer genius, <laughs> and immediately like feel confident hitting send. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, beep. Okay, you hit send, and the moment you hit send, you realize you have just entered into the zone between texts. That oh horrible, no! That horrible place that exists Keep between it back. time. You don't need to start there. wait! That terrible void between risk taking and text <laughs> and waiting for a result of risk taking and text. I also take it back because I realize in like the third paragraph, I absolutely forgot to fix that typo. Uh, <laughs> it auto corrects you, stupid bitch. <laughs> oh my god, and you hide behind um, So you, you read back um, and you wait. Yep, I just needed him to stare at it. We're going back inside. And you wait. Which We're smells so bad things. in there. Yep, and you'll be focusing on how terrible that is. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Yeah, sensory things. Mm-hmm. The phone begins to ring. Oh! oh there you go. Who is it? I don't want to see. You see Bindi Becca's name on the You need to answer ID. this. I cannot see Renaud de Bergerac this one for you. Okay, I get that. Okay. Hi. 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 Yeah. Um... It's really hard to make this call. I feel so... I feel like I was really rude to you. Oh! Not at all! Oh, no. It was totally on me. I, I'm i sorry I wasn't able to control the overwhelming spirits. <laughs> and it was dangerous. And so my concern was your safety. <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. There are adorable quadrupeds in this room. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Doggies! Um, I will never. I this see. This is one thing we didn't get to have at GNS is adorable quadrupeds. Yeah. Um, okay. So she. What am I, chop liver? You, you no, see. Sorry. You see. There's a there's a pause as you kind of. You, she. You hear. I really appreciate that. I'm just. I feel really bad because I was. The thing is, it's like it's really scary when you. I don't want to sound. I don't want to sound arrogant or anything, but when you reach like 
I hate saying this, but when you reach like a certain level mm-hmm. on social media, mm-hmm. all of a sudden like things begin to change and people yeah. start treating you differently Absolutely. and and people come out of, and, and it just things get really weird and then you have to become this this asshole sometimes, you know what I mean? Yes, um, no, I understand. Like when I'm walking on the floor at a con and I just want to be really nice to everyone, but there's like 20 people. Like if you, I don't know if you've ever done that, but it, like everyone is so sweet and then you have to tell them to back off and then you feel like such an asshole for the rest of the day, and then someone makes a Reddit post, uh-huh. and then it gets traction, and she starts you carrying can see on, him, like, on sort of like on. You can hear this like, I can then, hear her. Yeah, and then a few minutes later, like uh-huh. she comes back, she's, I'm sorry, I'm doing, I'm doing anxious talk right now, it's okay. I'm like rambling. I just, uh, what I'm trying to get to is, I just feel really bad. Yes. Um, thank you. I got the money you sent. That's so nice. Yeah. You didn't have to do that. Well, I, I, I'm sorry to have put you in that position and made you feel that way. I'm going to, if it's cool with you, I'm going to send the money back. I really appreciate that you sent it. It really meant a lot to me. It's a, a great gesture of sincerity. Um, let's meet up again for coffee sometime. Yeah. And uh, we will go back to a creepy haunted place, but I would love to hear more about like what you do. If that's, yeah. cool, if that's cool with you. Uh, I would, it would be an honor. It would, I, I really, I really am excited that we can make things right. Like, and I, I appreciate that you do things that, that a lot of people probably make fun of. And, and yeah. that it's actually really cool and really important, and I believe in it, and um, I, I'm sorry I overreacted. Well, I will be happy to tell you that you are no longer in danger. So oh, God. Well, thank you. I'm happy you told me that, too. Yeah, we are able to take care of and, and neither are you. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just. I'm trying to make light. You were never in danger. I was not. I'm sorry. That's a terrible joke. You, it was probably because I know I probably sent you into an anxiety spiral. I'm so sorry. I'm so so sorry. No, it's fine. I'm a, I'm a professional. Um, there's a tugging sensation on your pant leg from the geist at your. Um, um, she says, "Okay. Well, I tell you what. Um, I'll give you a call tomorrow. Um, everything is totally cool between us. If you're cool with it, and and I promise." I will never do that again. I will always talk to you first. I will never lose my temper like that again. I feel like we kind of bonded. Do you feel like we've kind of bonded? I feel that way too. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, of course. Well, if you need anything, just call me anytime, and yeah. I'm happy to talk to you. You too. Um, uh, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a shout out tonight. Is that cool? Uh, you don't have to feel obligated. No, no, to... no. You were great today, and I really appreciate your okay. text. I'm going to give you a shout-out tonight. Sure. It's my pleasure, really. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, thank you. Okay. Uh, thank you. Okay. Uh, I feel so much better. Oh, me too. I feel so much better. Okay, yeah, great. Well, me too. Okay, I'm going to go. Okay. Um, thank you so much. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Sure, yes. Okay, have a good night. Thank you again. You, you too. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay. Except Miss Lily. Miss Ellie is quirking an eyebrow and looking at you like she doesn't understand what you did, but you seem so pleased with yourself, and she's kind of like, hmm. Um, you walk back into the room filled with the scent of alcohol. I've been burning sage and everything. Um, this place is pretty alcohol much clear. Sage. It's, it's cleaned up. Yeah. It's cleaned up. Um, I got my little vial. I'm very excited about it. Gonna talk to my diary about it. Um, do you need help with the burning? Um, how how do our guys react to sage? Do they react at all? Uh, no, good question. They right? do not. Hmm. Okay. What about uh, Darren? Oh, oh wait. Darren's <laughs> gone. Uh, Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Have we ever you seen any other ghosts? Yeah, I do yeah. remember that. Um, <clears throat> uh, no, none of the other ghosts seem to react to the sage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, Sage for the most part is to get rid of bad vibes and sure. and like cleanse the place. So well, it would be a tell if someone was reacting, then wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, maybe you're saying. Well, Ivy does react to just setting things on fire. Sure. It's not their favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but they're I, like I all the way over were, here, and it's not outside. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. fine. Um, so a few things happen as you all get back into the room. Uh, at this point, the sun has begun to set over San Francisco, so it's getting darker outside. And there's a moment of just like. Uh, 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 everyone where everyone just kind of makes eye contact with each other as your geists are all hovering about it's been a day <laughs> it's been a really interesting day um a few moments pass and before you can open your mouth to <laughs> uh to uh to to say something your phone begins to buzz my phone is. yes do um, i see the number yeah have, have, have any of you guys had the experience where, you, where, where you've tweeted something and mercer liked it and then all of a sudden your phone starts beeping a lot yes yeah, yeah. so what you do is I you see. you you, you look out. at your phone and you just see a red number <laughs> on your twitter handle yeah. and it's going up notifications up up. off now whoa i've never had to do that before <laughs> and you watch it as you switch off the notifications um I secretly switched them back on and put it in my pocket. <laughs> Addict. Um, so as you're switching them back on, um, there's that moment of quiet where you're regarding each other when your phone begins to ring. A very... Finally, it's been half an hour. Hello? Hello, this is Michelle. Oh, Michelle, lovely to hear from you. Hi, I got your voicemail. Um, were you a, a potential student? Uh, I have a friend with me who is interested. I was calling on her behalf. Do you have any availability? Um, I know we're free this afternoon. That might be a little soon for you. Uh, a little but... soon for me, but I am free tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow afternoon. Uh, what time do you think that would be? 6.30 would probably work best for me. Oh, that cuts it. Oh, oh live cameras. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 6.30. Um, you know, do you, do you maybe have six? Uh, I could probably do six, yeah. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, and what is the name of the student? Uh, Faitha Kravina Harris. Okay. And, uh, their pronouns? Uh, she, her. Okay. And do they have any experience? Does she, has she played piano before? I believe she's a beginner, but very interested, very motivated. Great. Um, adult beginner. Oh, that's lovely. Okay, great. I'd be happy... Uh, to see her tomorrow. I'll just do an assessment. Um, how did you, this is kind of an awkward question, but I always have to ask so I can prep uh, accordingly. Uh, how old is she? Is she a, adult a, beginner. Adult beginner. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, writing this down. Great. Well, um, let me go ahead and send you my address. I'll text it to this number if that's Perfect, okay. yes. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Thank you so much. I'm Hopefully. happy to have a new client. Thank you, Mr. Have mm. a good day. You hang up mm -hmm. and text comes through. Ah, oh, well, aren't I just the phone friend? Ah, uh, you have an appointment tomorrow at six p.m. Pianos. Yes. And again, oh. as you as you see that, as you hear the word piano, you 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 almost you could swear you could hear a certain piano song in the distance, playing melodically, emphatically. In fact, the t the name of it is on the tip of your tongue, and you can't think of it. Um, and as you glance over at Bo, you notice something you've never noticed on Bo before. But you notice some tension in his shoulders. You kind of follow your gaze as he's just looking straight ahead with a furrowed brow, kind of glancing at the ground. But as you glance down, something for some reason, maybe it wasn't like this before, but something you notice 
is the fingers on Bo's right hand, the pinky finger is missing. It's cut off at the knuckle. And he's doing this, like he's playing an invisible keyboard. And you can hear the keys in the distance. And that is actually where we have to wrap up tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> Zainer, wow. who is familiar with Japanese culture, uh, I know what's yep, 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 yep. instantly yeah. knows what, getting Wait. a sense of what Bo's story might be. Yep. Oh my god, I think I know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, uh, All right. Tragedy cool. is definitely one way to become a ghost. Um, yeah. So that wraps up our second session of six. Um, of Before the Gates. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us tonight on this little uh, spooky adventure as we continue to unfold the mystery as to Darren and Michelle and the mystery of, well, Boogie. Boogie. <laughs> Figure out what's going on. Um, catch us back here. Uh, you can catch us back here at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time on uh, Friday nights, same as tonight. And uh, unless there's anything else, we will see you guys uh, next Friday night Everybody, have a wonderful and safe, happy Halloween. Have a wonderful time. Um, Definitely uh, check our social medias. And for those of you, too, who would like to support the channel, you're going to be seeing uh, a lot of our faces uh, coming to (laughs) Q-Times over the next few months and some content that we are hoping you're going to be very excited to see. Um, So thank you so much for those who have joined. (laughs) I'm not saying anything else. Um, Thank you so much for uh, supporting the channel and for showing up tonight. We know you have a lot of great shows that you can watch out there. We really appreciate you uh, joining our audience. Until the next time, my friends, stay spooky.